This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. This is AMI Audio Live, bringing community events closer to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to AMI Audio Live presentation of the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championship here in Woolrich Community Center, Woolrich Center, pardon me, uh, in Elmira, Ontario. I am your host, Brock Richardson, joined by Brett Wills, Cam Jenkins, and Dave Ragavina. How are we doing, gentlemen? Very well, Brock. Great to be here at the Dan Snyder Memorial Arena in the Woolwich uh, Community Center. Uh, Dan Snyder, of course, some of you may recall, was a player with the NHL's Atlanta Thrashers back in 2003. Uh, unfortunately, died in a car accident in Atlanta. Uh, but very nice facility here. It was named after him. The Snyder family, quite prominent here in the Elmira area and also quite prominent uh, with the Woolwich Thrashers the host uh, organization for this Canadian Sledge Hockey Tournament this weekend. Cam, Brett, how are we doing? We're doing good, man. Happy Mother's Day to everybody that's listening today. What a special day to have a championship Sunday. Are you going to throw out a happy Mother's Day to your mother? Mom, if you're listening, I don't know if you are, but if you're listening, happy Mother's Day. I love you and everything that you've done for me for 34 years. Cameron, how are you doing? Uh, how am I supposed to follow up with something <laughs> like that? My gosh. Um, doing great. Looking forward to the gold medal game. Uh, watched a great bronze medal game as well. And, uh, you know, happy Mother's Day to uh, all the mothers out there, and especially my mom. Uh, hopefully uh, she's listening as well. All right. So to start the show, I'm going to welcome in uh, James Tipmarsh, who is the uh, chair of the host organizing committee. James, welcome to the panel. Hey, Brock. How are you? I'm pretty good. So, gentlemen, we're going to start by uh, discussing sledge hockey and its how it originated. So, Cam, we'll start with you. How did where did sledge hockey originate? And yeah, for sledge hockey and its origination, um, I think it was in uh, Stockholm, Sweden, in the early uh, 1960s. Um, three Swedish wheelchair athletes who wanted to develop a variation of hockey that would accommodate people with disabilities. Uh, they started with a metal sled or sledge and uh, retrofitted it with blades from ice skates. And the original sticks were crafted from uh, round poles with bicycle handles. That was red lovely. Well done, Mr. Jenkins. <laughs> Brett, how did you get started with uh, sledge hockey way back in the day? Well, back when I was about seven or eight years old, I started playing... Uh, wheelchair baseball with uh, Aaron Oak kids and my teammates during that summer said you know when we're not playing baseball in the summertime we're playing a sport called sledge hockey and I had to ask them well what's sledge hockey guys and uh, so that September afterwards I I went out and uh, nine-year-old me wanting to play in the NHL and it 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 was the start of something that uh I, I can say now it was disastrous, but uh, it, it, it's a beautiful sport. I, I love it through and through. Disastrous, eh? It, it's disastrous just because of how I feel at 35 years of age now. I, I'm 90% certain that, that that's the reason why I have aches and pains to this day. Fair enough. 
James, how did you get started with uh, sledge hockey? Um, I got started when I was eight years old out of Whippy, Ontario, playing with the uh, Durham Steelhawks. We, we actually were formed in 1997, and then I joined up a year later from when it began. And then uh, kind of been playing since then. I'm about 20 years now that I've been playing and also helping out with the more admin side of things and uh, also as the vice president of the Ontario Sledge Hockey Association. Awesome. Well, at, uh, at 11.45 a.m. Eastern Time, we're going to have the uh, gold medal game between Ontario and Alberta. Alberta, of course, uh, going undefeated in this tournament and uh, Ontario only having uh, one loss. Um, I guess let's go into the rules. What are some of the uh, differences between traditional hockey and sledge hockey? Well, as we've discussed previously, uh, it's, it's played on a sled with skate blades, and we've got two sticks in each hand that have picks on the bottom of them to propel ourselves and shoot the puck. These, the rules themselves are rather similar, except for maybe a, a few variations. They have benches off the ice that the players can slide in and out of seamlessly. And a couple of the penalties are different. There's T-boning, which is a which is a two-minute minor, um, and it's it's like if you hit your your opponent uh, at a uh, perpendicular angle. So if you hit him at a ninety-degree angle or a variation of that angle, uh, that's called T-ing. Yeah, for T-boning, and uh, that's probably the one of the biggest um, differences in regular hockey as far as uh, the penalties are concerned. Um, and with the sledges as well, um, and for the goalie sledges, uh, they're quite a bit different as well, uh, depending on the type of um, way you want to be able to uh, sit in the sledge. Um, some people, they um, sit like the players do when they're out in the um, playing on the ice and their uh, legs are completely out and forward. So uh, that type of a goalie, if they're in the actual um, net, you'll end up seeing their back at one of the posts and then their feet at the other end of the posts. And then they have to shift their body um, to be uh, straight with the shooter and to be able to uh, make the save. Uh, whereas other sledges, um, some people, they're able to um, cross their legs and they're able to be able to go straight with the shooter and be able to line up straight with the shooter. So um, so that's a couple of variations as well with uh, sledge hockey and uh, the way the uh, players play and the uh, goalies play. A couple of things with the equipment that stuck out to my mind uh, watching the bronze medal game. Uh, first of all, the seat. On the on the sled, mm-hmm. is that set? Because I noticed guys were able to or players were able to maneuver on the ice. Does that kind of sit on a huge ball bearing, or like the the? the I guess what I'm getting at the sled itself isn't it's rigid. Like a, it's like a bucket, like a plastic um, um, bucket seat. Okay. Um, so you're sitting in there, and then underneath that bucket. Um, you end up having skate blades. And mm-hmm. for um, when I was playing back in the 1800s... <laughs> okay. um, Wait, I thought you were born in the 1800s. Uh, huh? Something like that, oh, okay. close to that. Okay. Well, you so. still could have been born and, and played in the 1800s. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're, you're talking a whole century here. So uh, they had the skate blades and they were further out. So um, 
under uh, each butt cheek, it was uh, further out. But the way the players are today, they have two skate blades, um, but it's more um, in the center um, of the uh, seat underneath. And um, they are just millimeters away, the two skate blades. And the core muscles that you have to have to be able to uh, stay up uh, when the blades are so close together, um, it's just unbelievable to be able to have those core muscles and to be able to uh, maneuver because the um, if you're kind of uh, shifting to the left or shifting to the right, you really need those core muscles in order to be able to uh, play and be able to turn really quickly. Now, the uh, and the blades themselves, uh, that was the other thing that really kind of impressed me. They're similar to skate blades, I guess. Now, would yeah, these would these come off? And like, I guess as you know, you hear about guys in the NHL, they get this, you know, some get their skates sharpened between periods. Uh, they can get it twice during a game. Uh, does would the same thing happen in sledge hockey as well? Like, do these blades come off? Uh, yeah, they can and, definitely and come off, and then you can get sharpened. Um, from this level of competition uh, for the uh, Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships, and um, you know when they're uh, competing in the Paralympics. Um, definitely uh, between periods, uh, a lot of things like that are going on. Um, their sticks as well um, are uh, getting retaped uh, because they want to be able it, uh, for the puck to stick to the uh, tape as much as possible so they can have control of that. And I guess with sledge hockey, that's another thing. Um, Brett, do you want to talk about the sticks and the two sticks? To Cameron's point, uh, in between periods during floods, the, the equipment managers will... Uh, take the sticks or the sleds and uh, do a once-over to make sure that the blades, uh, the skate blades themselves haven't cracked or whatnot, or the picks themselves haven't cracked, because th- that certainly will impede the the way the player skates. If if those are broken, they, uh, they need to get replaced right away. Now, I got a question. Why is T-boning... Um considered a uh, dangerous penalty in the sport of sledge hockey like what is the ramifications if you t-bone somebody and why is it considered a penalty it's considered dangerous because um we're so low to the ice um when you're playing sledge hockey so if you end up having a sledge to be able uh to do a t-bone motion it's going to be right in your um, um hip area and if the sledge kind of goes up and really ends up hitting you, then you could be severely hurt with that. So um, in stand-up hockey, um, you don't have that opportunity. Uh, you know, you have hits to the head, so on and so forth, but with uh, T-boning, you end up getting a hit right in the hip, and that can be very dangerous, and uh, that's why they have that rule. Also consider that when you're getting hit in sledge hockey, there's no give at the lower half of the you're getting hit into essentially a brick wall. Right. And is there any adaptation, as we saw earlier this year, to the uh, Canadian blind hockey tournament? The nets were lower. Is there any adaptation in that sense, or are the nets regulation? No, the regulation size, and it. Uh, I don't know if it gives an advantage or a disadvantage to the goaltender. I mean, Cameron and I have both been goal- goalies. and It was a little bit of a disadvantage for me because I was, like, short. So. Yeah, and I don't have long arms either. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it, it, it's a disadvantage in this instance as well. But So I guess we've yet to see the evolution in sledge hockey where you've got uh... – I'm thinking about goalies like Ben Bishop in the Stanley Cup playoffs who are like six foot eight without skates on. Well, a lot of goalies now, um, what they're looking for is like if you're tall from the torso up. Yes. Because then you'll be able to cover yes. a lot more yes. of the net I, I and then kind of that. long arms mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, but like I said, when Brett and I was playing, um, you know, it was a different uh, hockey game. So One quick question here. Um, is, is it conceivable that players could get could fall out of their sleds uh, in the course of a game? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you get a massive hit, and if they're not strapped in properly, it could happen, yes. James, uh, it's been a successful tournament, so, I, so I've heard. Can you give us a quick comment whether it's been a successful tournament? Oh, it's been fantastic here. The people at the Woolwich Memorial Center have been by far the best set of volunteers, set of hosts we could have at all. And um, the games from Friday and Saturday, unbelievable. Friday uh, afternoon, we had over 1,200 school kids come out and watch the uh, Ontario versus Alberta game which was after the opening ceremonies, and they were into it from the beginning. Um, the players down on the ice said it was so loud, and they never uh, had that before. And they, they haven't been in an atmosphere like that, and they said it was unbelievable. Awesome. Thank you, thank you so much, James, for uh, joining us on this opening segment of the uh, 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships here in Elmira. We will take a break. Right after the break, we're going to check in with our play-by-play guy, Nico Cardarelli, who's going to give us a rundown of the event. Right after the break, here on AMI-Audio Live. Stay with us. Welcome back to this AMI-audio live presentation of the Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships held here in Elmira, Ontario at the Woolrich Woolrich Arena. I keep getting this messed up. My apologies. Uh, I'm your host, Brock Richardson, joined by Brett, Cam, and Dave. Right now, we're going to check in with our play-by-play man who's going to be calling the gold medal game alongside... uh, Brett and Cam to give us a recap of uh, what he's seen so far. Nico, welcome, and uh, how's the tournament been going? Gentlemen, thank you for having me on. It's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm really excited to have AMI here once again as we get set for this gold medal game. It's been a pretty incredible weekend of sledge hockey action here uh, in Elmira. We've got the gold medal game coming up with Alberta and Ontario, and I want to get to some of the players to watch in that game in just a second, but in terms of some of the action we've already seen, high scoring, incredible goaltending, I mean some spectacular saves, and unreal skill from some players on the ice. Um, Alberta has definitely been the cream of the crop so far. They are undefeated. Their smallest margin of victory to this point is a four-goal win, so I think that speaks to just how strong they are. But they're going to be taking on Team Ontario in the gold medal game. And Ontario may be surprising some people by making it to the gold medal game. Beating Quebec twice yesterday, first in a 2-1 shootout win, and then in the semifinal to book their ticket to the gold medal game, Ontario scoring a dramatic 2-1 overtime win. So it's been really exciting action leading up to this big game. What does Ontario, in your opinion, have to do to change the script uh, to to win this gold medal game? You know, that's a really good question. These two teams played in their first 
respective games of the tournament back on Friday. Alberta won that game 5-1. to one. I think Ontario has gotten better and better each game that they've played. They've seemed to gain confidence in their puck handling ability. They're playing more physical. I think those are the two things they really need to focus on. They've got to be physical on Alberta. You can't give them lanes to skate. And you got to make crisp passes. You can't, you can't make mistakes when you're coming out of your own zone because Alberta will make you pay. Players like Zach Lavin, who's a national team player and who has been lighting up the lamp this weekend for Alberta, I think he's got five goals and around 10 points coming into this game. I mean, Lavin has been a one-man terror out there. Uh, you really can't afford to give guys like that uh, unforced turnovers. So Ontario's essentially got to play the perfect game. If they can replicate what they did against Quebec yesterday, they've got a really good shot at getting the gold here today. It sounds almost like uh, momentum. You know, they've won twice now uh, in this tournament, so momentum could be a factor. What does Alberta have to avoid doing in order to just keep the, the train going and have a, have a good uh, game here? Yeah, I think they really just have to play their game. I'd almost anticipate Ontario being really physical off the opening puck drop to try get under the skin of Alberta. Alberta hasn't been overly challenged at really any point. Even their game against Quebec, it was a 5 nothing convincing win. Um, I think if Ontario can finish their checks, try to get under the skin of Alberta, that could kind of ruffle their feathers. If your team Alberta and you're their head coach Steve Arsenault, also a part of the men's national team, you just want to keep it steady as she goes. Do exactly what you've done to this point. Play smart hockey. Don't let them get under your skin. Um, Alberta has pretty much played perfect hockey. I mean, their goaltenders haven't been tested too much. Uh, they've only surrendered one goal against all tournaments. So, I mean, again, they have played essentially perfect hockey, and they just got to keep the ship steered forward. Nico, I also heard that going back to this previous game, the bronze medal game between bc and quebec is it true that bc had eight goaltenders on their team okay no that is well okay they may have a bunch of emergency goaltenders that i'm not aware about they have three official goaltenders on their team but they only brought a roster of 14 players total so of the 14 three are goaltenders and then on the first day they sustained two injuries so they were down to nine skaters essentially the whole tournament so it was really challenging for BC, not to mention they're one of the older teams here, least experienced, but the average age is one of the higher uh, ages here. So uh, things were kind of working against them in a lot of senses. But, hey, they played really strong this weekend. With, with there being injuries to those goaltenders, does that speak to the aggression that has gone on at this tournament? Because I heard it's a pretty aggressive uh couple of days so far it's a really good point you bring up jeff we had a bit of a scrap yesterday between quebec and ontario in the uh, final round robin game and i'm not exaggerating one of the quebec players essentially launched himself into the scrum and started throwing punches oh um and sorry I've, I've mixed up it was one of the alberta players that threw himself into the scrum there was also an altercation in the ontario quebec game yeah the physical play has really been there the Ontario goal yesterday that ended up being the 1-1 goal, they scored it on a bang-bang play in the crease. It was a rebound where the Ontario skater crashed into the goaltender and put it in. 
Later in the game, Quebec had a similar play where they got called for goaltender interference. So I think it's been really challenging for the referees to kind of figure out that line. Where are they finishing the offensive play and where are they just trying to run the goaltender? There's been a lot of action in the crease. And yeah, there's been injuries to both the goalies and the players out there. I guess for me, guys, and Alberta, you know, hasn't been tested, but as your goalie, like, how do you, and Cam and Brett are goalies for the listener that ha, that's out there, but how do you stay focused? How do you keep focused when you know that there's not been that many shots? You know, uh, personally, I think that the mental game is extremely important in a game where you're not getting a lot of shots. And I think that if you've got your mental game down, your physical game follows. The, the ability to stop pucks when you need to stop pucks, even if you're getting four, five, six shots a game, will be there provided your mental game is strong. You have to have your mental game, especially when you're not getting a lot of shots. Uh, you have to be able to follow the play uh, when the um, play is in your zone or in your end. Uh, you have to be able to communicate with your um, players, especially your defensemen, because in regular hockey, uh, your defensemen, they can skate backwards. In sledge hockey, you can't do that. So your eyes is the goaltender. So he is very critical, or he or she is very critical in being able to communicate with the defenseman when they're coming down to be able to know what's going on uh, with the play. So it's um, the mental game is huge, and you have to be into it, and you have to be communicating. And that's one way I was able to um, you know, uh, be the goaltender that I was, uh, being able to communicate and talk with the players. It's a good point you bring up, Cam. We may not necessarily audibly hear it from the stands, but there's definitely a lot of communication with all four goaltenders and their teams. Uh, Jesse Gregory has been incredible between the posts for Ontario. I'd anticipate her likely getting the start. And Adam Kingsmill, who again, as you guys have alluded to, hasn't seen a ton of pucks at him. He's been good in coming out, getting himself involved, playing the puck for the defenseman making sure he's talking. So, yeah, you have to stay sharp and involved. So is there any official spread on this game as to how many pucks Alberta is favored what, by? Vegas here? has some odds in this game or something? Do you guys have an insider in Vegas I don't know about or something? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's, I was just asking that just to see if there was one or, or have we got to the point yet where we're, uh, we're generating any interest in Las Vegas. If you're looking at the scores, then uh, I think, you know, Alberta definitely has to have the edge in this game. Uh, but as Nico uh, alluded to, uh, you've got to have a tight checking game and uh, have the man-on-man uh, coverage or person-on-person coverage. Um, and that's hopefully how Team Ontario is going to be able to come out on top is uh, play a tight defensive game. You know, on paper, Alberta, Alberta certainly seems to be the stronger team. They've got four players who have been a part of the national team program, including their goaltender, Adam Kingsmill. And as I alluded to, Zach Lavin, who recently competed at the World Championships in Ostrava, he put up eight points in five games over there at the Worlds. So you knew he was going to be pretty dominant over here. He's going to be a player that Ontario has to key in on in this game. Ontario's got some skill of their own, though. A guy like Corey Montgomery, who scored a couple of big goals. And actually this morning, as I was leaving the hotel, I ran into Mike Wilkinson, who scored the OT winner for, yeah, big goal for Ontario yesterday. We were just kind of shooting the breeze, and he said, you know, that was probably the biggest goal of my life yesterday. I said, well, you know, today you might get a bigger one. So (laughs) he's hoping to replicate the luck that he had yesterday on the game-clinching goal. Guys, the first goal is always important, but is it even more important if you're Ontario? based upon the dominance of Alberta so far? I think if you're Team Ontario, you need, 
You need to set the tone. You need to come out. You need you need to put the, the puck in the net in the first few minutes. You need to put the body to the body. Make sure you they know who they're playing. If you're Team Ontario, you need to be the physical aggressor in this game. Absolutely. You've got to go out there. You've got to get the forecheck going. You've got to play person-on-person defense. Um, and play a really tight defensive game and when you got your opportunities to get some offense in there you've got to make them count we uh, we are uh, 17 and a half minutes away from the gold medal game between alberta and team ontario we're going to take a break after the break we're going to check in with jeff ryman who's taken some ringside interviews right after the break here on this ami audio live at the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championship here in Elmira, Ontario. Stay with us. Welcome back to this AMI Audio Live presentation of the Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championship. We are getting set for the gold medal game between Alberta and Team Ontario. We are just under 15 minutes away from puck drop. Right now, we are going to send it ringside with Jeff Ryman, who's standing by with an interview. Jeff? I am standing ringside with Christina Picton of Team Ontario. She's one of the forwards who will be playing in the gold medal game. So far, how has the tournament gone for you? Uh, So far, it's been a really excellent experience. Um, From day one, we've been working pretty hard, and we're all really, really excited that we're going to be playing for gold, uh, representing our province this weekend. So it's been good. Pretty exciting. And, of course, in your home province, how many years have you been playing sledge hockey for? I've been playing for 14 years. Um, Yeah. (laughs) How many years have you been playing with uh, Team Ontario? This, This is my fourth season with Team Ontario. And overall, how has this tournament gone for you guys? Has it gone pretty smoothly? Has it, there been a couple of bumps? How's it gone for you? Um, it's it's been it's been um, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, like our day, our Friday was a little bit uh, a little bit of a rough start, but um, we rebounded really well and we competed our our best against uh, Quebec and in our semis, and we worked really hard, and it brought us to today for the gold medal. So. And you've mentioned that you've been playing sledge hockey for 14 years now. What type of prep work goes into these types of tournaments? Um, I think after 14 years, the prep work that's most important is the mental side and like um, just being ready to uh, play each game your hardest. Uh, like five games in three days is a lot on your body. So you have to do all the physical prep work for the seasons leading up to that. And then once you get there, it's all the mental game and you just have to, you have to just play your hardest and go out there to do your best. And yeah. And obviously Team Ontario, you have players coming from all across the province, I'm assuming. Um, how often do you actually play with your fellow teammates? Um, as a c- entire team, we've got together once a month uh, this season, so we feel pretty uh, prepared and we like learned a lot about about each other and how to play with each other throughout the season. Um, and then, like I have a couple of teammates on my home club team, so like a couple of us are training and practicing together like all season long. Um, but yeah, as a team, as a whole, we're together about once a month. That's awesome. And uh, the final question here, um, obviously, this is pretty exciting event for you guys. What has been the one thing that sort of stood out for you personally? 
stood out for me personally. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I'm just super proud of our team and how we came together. And, you know, like I said, the Friday was a little bit of a rough start, but we, we came together as a group and I'm just really proud of our team and we worked really hard and this gold medal game is what we've been working and striving towards all season. So, um, we're very excited and really, we're really ready to play in that game. (laughs) Well, thanks for speaking with us and good luck in the gold medal game. Thank you, Jeff. You are tuned in to this AMI-audio live presentation of the Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships. We are getting you set for the gold medal game, which is happening at 11.45 a.m. Eastern Time. The teams are on the ice uh, for a warm-up, and then we will be getting set for puck drop. Uh, We're going to send it back down to Jeff for another ringside interview. Jeff? Standing ringside here with assistant coach for Team Ontario, Rock Caron. Rock, how are you doing today? I'm feeling great. And obviously you're going into the gold medal game against Team Alberta. Uh, what type of message are you sending to your team? Uh, today is, a, is, a, is going to be just a normal message. Uh, this was our goal. This is exactly where we want it to be. Uh, we planned, we practiced for this. So uh, no additional pressure. Uh, it's exactly where we needed to be. So it'll be uh, telling the players to be themselves. Uh, no added pressure. Play their game. Uh, we don't want them to do too much and just uh, uh, play the game that they know how to play. And we were talking with a couple of players and those involved with the tournament a week ago. And they all said, all, all from Team Ontario, said they wanted to beat Team Alberta. We asked, which team would you like to beat? And they all said, Team Alberta, who's going to be in the finals with you guys here this afternoon? Um, is, is, there, is there any sort of added pressure? Is there any sort of extra momentum that you want to uh, give out there on the ice this afternoon? Well, but way back when, when we were setting our goals, we uh, definitely, there's, there's no question about it, that Alberta is definitely the team to beat. Defending champions, uh, we put it on paper, we said that's exactly who we wanted to beat. Uh, there's some redemption there, and uh, on paper we have it written down as unfinished business. So uh, we're right there. We're exactly where we want it to be. This is our game plan. Uh, the cards have fallen exactly the way we planned them to do so, and we planned exactly this. So uh, they did have uh, our number on Friday when we played them in the uh, preliminary rounds. We were uh, definitely not ourselves. We are definitely back to being ourselves here. Uh, We had some amazing games. We made it to the gold medal here, and uh, it's against the team that we actually want. So our game plan is, is set. It's ready to go, and our players are just ready to go. I was talking with Christina about the chemistry factor. Obviously, being from Team Ontario, you have players from all across the province. From a coaching perspective, uh, how different or how difficult is it to get that chemistry to mesh? It is certainly difficult because we have players from all over the place, and we do meet once a month. I would love to meet a little bit more often. However, our camps are especially designed. We start on Fridays, we go all the way till Sunday, and we are together from the moment that we meet each other until Sunday. So we've developed chemistry that way. We've got to learn each other. We grew together as a team. Uh, Come this weekend, we are definitely one. So we got to know everybody. The different personalities just make us uh, a great unit as a team. And I was asking Christina just to finish off with a little bit of a lighter question. From a personal standpoint, what stood out for you this weekend? What stood out for me is the actual, the passion of our players, the play, the, the smiles, how much fun they are having. And, and the belief that, yeah, we can achieve our goals together. We, we, we wrote it in September. Don't think they really believed it. And now you see that their eyes are open and they're excited and they're absolutely happy and they're having fun. So I'm extremely proud of all our players. Awesome. Well, good luck in the gold medal game and uh, hopefully you guys pull out with the victory. Right on. Thanks very much. Certainly sounds like there is some... Uh 
billboard material, can we say, if you're uh, Team Ontario trying to uh, get redemption, not only for this uh, tournament, but in years past because Alberta's been so dominant. We are seven minutes or so away from the gold medal game here at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships here in Elmira. And uh, really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Jeff has one more interview for us down ringside. Jeff? I'm here ringside once again with the manager of Team Ontario, Americo Marash. Um, can you just explain to us what being the manager entails for you? Well, it's, uh, it's been a long process, long year this year. Uh, we started with uh, um, our camp in, in August uh, where we had uh, 30 uh, invitations uh, uh, for the players. And from there we picked... Uh, um, we picked the team that uh, we currently have uh, right now here today. Um, as a manager, um, my my task, my main task is to work with the coaching staff, uh, organize camps uh, um, uh, once a month, uh, get the ice, uh, hotels, uh, you know, make sure that uh, that whatever the players need, whatever the coaching uh, staff needs, uh, I'm there for them. And you also mentioned that you had the selection camp of 30 invitees. Can you just sort of walk us through that process? How do you send out those invitations, and what goes into making Team Ontario? Well, the the um, the, the invitation. My first task is uh, to to get in contact with all the coaches across the uh, uh, Ontario. Um, we have uh, teams uh, from all over the uh, uh, the province that that uh, we belong to, the Ontario Sledge Hockey uh, Association. Uh, from there. Um, the coaches uh, send me um, uh, players that they think uh, could make this team, and uh, and then I follow up with those players individually uh, and send out the, inv- uh, the invitation um, with all the details, and uh, and then it's up to them to uh, uh, to show what they got uh, when it comes to uh, um, the tryouts. Uh, this this year, um, it's gonna, we're going to go back to Whitby. It's going to be uh, August 17th and 18th. Um, of 2020, of course, and uh, the invitations probably will be going out in the next uh, two, three, three weeks. And sort of the same question, I guess, for the coaching staff. How is the coaching staff selected? Uh, well, the, um, the we we are a rookie team. Uh, to, to, to be honest, uh, uh, the uh, the head coach uh, uh, Rob uh, was the assistant coach last year. Um, uh, because the uh, uh, the the head coach uh, s- stepped down with uh, the two assistant coach, so uh, so we pretty much uh, got ro- uh, you know r- Rob uh, stepped up and uh, became the, uh, uh, the the head coach, and uh, and then we uh, got in contact with uh, with Rock and and Dave, and uh, they uh, they agreed to uh, to join our our rookie team. You know, like uh, we are a, a, a rookie team as a staff. And uh, but at the end of the day, it's been uh, it's been an awesome awesome uh, roller coaster uh, ride. Uh, you know, we had our ups and downs, uh, but at the, you know, but we're here today at the gold medal game, and uh, that's uh, uh, I mean that's a huge accomplish uh, not only uh, for the coaching staff, as I mentioned, a rookie uh, coaching staff uh, altogether, but uh, for the players that we picked uh, uh, last August. Uh, at what uh, we started to to our goals and to where we are here today, uh, you know, playing for gold medal game in our hometown. So, uh, you mentioned that it's obviously a great accomplishment playing for that gold medal game. What have you liked from the on ice perspective of Team Ontario? Uh, the the on ice, I mean, you know, like we as uh, 
it's, well, it's kind of hard to, to explain, but uh, the biggest, uh, the biggest uh, uh, ultimate uh, thing that I, I noticed this year was uh, how close our team got uh, as a unity. Um, I think that's been the biggest difference uh, from from last year to this year is is our team is is believing more in them on themselves as as a unit, uh, and it it shows uh, on the ice and it shows off the ice that uh, even though we only get together once a month, uh, but we have that uh, that feeling that we know we can trust each other's uh, and. Um, you know, and, and, and that shows that shows on the ice and that shows off the ice that, uh, you know, that we are uh, you know, one unit. And obviously, I'm going to end off with a little bit of a nicer, lighter question here. From a personal standpoint, what has stood out to you so far this weekend? Uh, I mean, we started a little bit, uh, a little bit slow on Friday. Uh, but uh, uh, as the games got uh, got tougher, uh, we, uh, I mean, especially yesterday, we had two great games uh, uh, against uh, against uh, Team Quebec uh, to, to to get here, which was our uh, you know ultimate goal from the beginning, from uh, um, from training camps uh, to you know, our first training camp to uh, that was our goal. It was uh, to play to play you know uh, at the championships at the gold medal game. Thanks so much for your time and good luck in the gold medal game. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. You are almost ready for the gold medal game between Alberta and Ontario here at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships. When we come back, we will send it over to our broadcast trio to get you set for the game. Stay with us here on AMI-audio. Welcome back to this AMI-audio live presentation of the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships here in Elmira, Ontario. We are getting set for the gold medal game between Team Alberta and Team Ontario. The teams are getting ready to uh, drop the puck and uh, Hockey Night in Canada music is playing as we speak and uh, the fans are ready. The referee is ready. And on that note, we are going to send it to our broadcast trio of Nico Cardarelli, Cam Jenkins, and Brett Willis. Guys? Gentlemen, thank you very much. I am Nico Cardarelli. Very pleased to be calling the gold medal game here at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships between Team Ontario and Team Alberta. Team Ontario wearing the black jerseys, white trim with some gray as well, reminiscent of the LA Kings. Alberta in the white with blue trim defending the goal to our right. Kingsville gets the start in net for Alberta. Gregory for Ontario, and we're underway in the gold medal game. Ontario, early possession, they fire right in on Kingsville, who banks it back out through the neutral zone. Lavin skating hard after it. Tries to get past Blanchard, but Wilkinson gets to it first. Swafford. Really fast pace to start here as Halbert takes possession. Knocked back to Swafford. Swafford, shot, that goes wide, but Kingsmill leaves it behind the goal for Halbert. Halbert working his way out through the slot. He gets clipped. Big hit by Duguay. Held in at the line by Riley. Garrett Riley has been 
A phenom on offense for Ontario, but that time he loses possession. It's shot down the ice. Icing waved off, so the Ontario captain, Blanchard, has to hustle. He does well to position himself in front of Lavin, and Ontario take possession. Riley, lead pass ahead for Duguay. Bullchild blows the tire, and it'll be picked up by Ontario, Sam Swaffer. He dumps the puck in the zone. It goes all the way around the boards to the far corner where it's corralled by Garrett Riley. Centering for Rod the Bod Crane. His shot gets blocked by Sisson and Alberta take control. Lavin, lead pass ahead for Cody Dolan. Rolling puck picked up by Riley, secured now by Colmone. Anthony Colmone, he can really stick handle there. He gets cut off by Kovacevic and it's Ontario flipping it to the near side boards for Tambrello. Tambrello across the line. His pass gets picked off. As Alberta shoot it through the neutral zone. Really tight checking. Really fast pace to the play here. Through the first minute and a half of the action. As Corey Montgomery nearly gets it stripped off his stick. Tambrello takes possession. Good lead pass. As it's taken away from the Ontario player. And picked up by Kovacevic. Dolan, Martin had it for Ontario, he tries to back check on close, nice pass by close to Dolan, his shot goes wide of the far post, and it's secured by Calmone, he flips it over to Martin, Colton Martin at the far hash marks against the boards, tries to keep it pinned up, until he gets some support from Calmone, Sisson takes a hit to make the play, as Alberta able to hold the line, nice play by Michael Kovacevic as it's played down low to Montgomery. Challenged by Dolan. Montgomery able to flip it to the far corner on the backhand as Colton Martin lets it track by him and it'll be held in by Close. Close gets checked. The puck comes across the line as Stefano Tambrello can't keep possession. It's taken away by Cody Dolan. Christina Pickton coming off the bench. The pass made over to Ignaciuk, but it's stripped away from him. As Pickton tries the stretch pass intended for Sharma. It's down the ice. Icing waved off. So it'll be Lavin to take it for Team Alberta. Alberta working up the right wing. Puck comes out to center ice where it's picked up by Blanchard. He lays it off for Gabriel. Kovacevic providing the opposition for Alberta. Lavin takes it across the blue line. He's got Bullchild going to the net. Zach Lavin at the faceoff dot. Shoots, big save by Jesse Gregory. The rebound off the end wall, and it's stopped with the net coming off its pegs. Great pressure from Alberta. Good saves from Jesse Gregory. Yeah, I feel that uh, Team Ontario, they've uh, come out and done what we thought they were going to do as far as a tight checking game, and uh, with the defense doing really uh, good as well. And that's the thing. They're trying to set the tone early. And that's what we were saying in pregame. They needed to set the tone early, laying the body on, taking some good passes. They've been finishing their checks off the offensive zone draw. Halbert's shot goes wide to the far corner. Around the hash marks where it's picked up by Swafford. Bullchild tries to lay the body on Swafford. He does well to evade the hit. uh, Ontario get it to the line where it's momentarily held in by Lavin. Quickly, Alberta shoots it back. Blanchard picks it up in the near corner. The Ontario captain pressured by Lavin. He lays a big hit, but the pass completed to Duguay. Duguay feeds it ahead for Riley. Across center ice, Riley shields it from Halbert. 
Feeds it over to Duguay. Nice stick handling here from Curtis Duguay. Held in at the line by Wilkinson. Wilkinson passes over to the far hash marks where Blanchard cycles back to take possession. Passed off to Riley below the goal line. Centered in front for Swafford. He couldn't settle down the rolling puck. And Alberta cleared out to center ice. Here's a potential break. No, Halbert unable to get possession as Wilkinson did well to shield him away. And the puck into the far corner. Will, uh, Halbert tries to dig it out as it's underneath the sled of Blanchard. Halbert makes the pass. Bullchild takes the hit, gets it over to Halbert. Cycling through the slot area, it's taken away by Riley. Good defensive work here by Garrett Riley. Lead pass ahead for Duguay, a little too heavy of a touch. It's in on goal, and Kingsmill will freeze that for the faceoff for a stoppage with 10.04 left in the first. You really get the sense that both teams are still trying to feel each other out, even a few, a few minutes into this game. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm really impressed with the Alberta goaltender. I've never seen pads like that along the ice that the way that that goaltender has, so that's uh, quite impressive to see the evolution of the goalie. Kingsmill, the goaltender mentioned, was invited to the national team training camp in 2017. He's appeared in three games for Team Canada, and there he makes another save on that shot coming from the stick of Martin. The thing I notice about Adam Kingsmill is that he seems very, very tall in his sled. Mm. And as a goaltender, that's the key in sled hockey, being tall in your sled. You know, so many of the goals we see go up top, and if you can play big, it gives the goaltender a big advantage. Kingsmill has been perfect here this weekend. Crane tracks the puck in his own zone. Off the boards, it's picked up by Dolan through the high slot shot, right on, deflected by the defender and pass Gregory. Alberta take a 1-0 lead, 9.42 left in the first. A fortuitous bounce works out for Alberta, and they take the 1-0 lead. Yeah, that's just, uh, unfortunately, some bad luck that it went off the defender and in the net. Uh, Team Ontario, they were doing so well, so hopefully they're able to kind of Get, get it together. Um, we were talking about being mentally strong and hopefully they're able to get some uh, goals here. Well, they've been down before and they'll have to rebound here now, trailing one nothing in the gold medal game to Team Alberta, the three-time defending gold medalists. They're trying for the four-peat and they've got the one nothing lead here in the first period. Kovacevic picks it up. With one stick right now, he tries to advance it forward. Tambrello checks him. Ignaciuk dishes it off to Sisson. Across center ice, here's the goal announcement for Alberta. As Dolan with his sixth goal this weekend. To give Alberta the 1-0 lead. Ignaciuk picks up the lone assist on the goal by Dolan as Alberta bring the puck into the offensive zone. Quickly, it's hammered back. As it's down the ice, this is going to be an icing call against Ontario with 8.52 remaining in the first period. You know, the thing about Ontario, if they want to uh, keep it up with this Team Alberta team and get in back into the game, they can't sit back. They need to continue to forecheck and press and press and press. It's important for Kingsmill 
or for Ontario to get shots on Kingsmill. That's the only way you're going to be able to beat him. Jesse Gregory, she's going to have the game of her life as well uh, in goal, and I think that's going to be a key to a victory for Ontario as well. Shots 4-3, to three favoring Ontario early on here. Gregory with no chance to make the save on the redirection by her own teammate. As Sisson takes the puck through the neutral zone, he cycles back, looking for an option. Dishes it off to Lavin. Big open ice hit. Lavin colliding with Calmone as Alberta bring the puck across the blue line. Anthony Calmone shields it from Lavin. He has to turn back inside his own zone before flipping it down the ice. Not enough weight on it for icing, so Sisson has to track it back behind his own goal. Sisson with the lead pass for Halbert. Halbert, good tape-to-tape pass for Bullchild. He brings it across the line on the near wing. Shields it well for Halbert. Tries to dish it along the boards. He's checked by Blanchard, but Halbert takes possession in the near corner. Big hit there by the Ontario captain, Blanchard, and that takes the puck away from the Alberta forwards as it comes out to center ice and it's scooped up by Sisson. Christina Picton lays the body, knocking Sisson off the puck. Ontario really picking up the physical play. Blanchard, he absorbs the hit from Halbert as it's on the stick of Bullchild. He lays it off to Sisson. Nice move by Sisson. Hits the back of the sled of Lavin. He tracks back. Kept in at the point by Tarr. Bookmarked that as his shot blocked by Blanchard. Montgomery takes possession and Ontario clear it out. Picton picks it up between the blue lines. Knocked away from her as Halbert tries to track it down. Checked closely by Sharma. A giveaway as it's picked up by Duguay. Duguay working towards the near side with speed. His lane gets cut off by both Lavin and the captain Bullchild as the puck laying underneath... Duguay, he sweeps it out to the point. Blanchard hammers it right back into the corner. All the way around to the far side where Picton tracks it to the hash marks. She does well to shield it from the check of Halbert. As Sisson comes in and dispossesses that opportunity. Here goes Zach Lavin speeding up the ice. Check closely by Riley. Riley uh, Sisson feeds it ahead for Halbert as he holds it against the end boards. Huge hit. That's a penalty as that one targeting the head. Blanchard doesn't like the call, but the first power play of this game is going to go to Team Alberta, and it'll be the Ontario captain, Brendan Blanchard, going to the box. Yeah, Brendan Blanchard, I've uh, played against him for years, and uh, he is kind of like a Darcy Tucker kind of player where he just lays the hits in, and he's got one wicked shot. He usually can put it in the top of the net, uh, you know, top shelf where Mama hides the cookies, so... And on that note, happy Mother's Day to everybody out there watching, all the fantastic moms. Wherever you're hiding the cookies, happy Mother's Day. Shout out to all of our moms as well, as Alberta have the power play here with 6.29 remaining in the first period, leading 1-0. Off the face-off scrum, they whistle it down and will retake the draw to the right of Gregory. You know, you guys mentioned the equipment on Kings Mill. How about that setup for Jesse Gregory? Are those pads lit or what? They are lit with the uh, colors of the white and the red, and I believe there's a little uh, Canadian uh, flavor to that as well. The Maple Leaf imprint as the penalty announced, and Ignaciuk digs it off the wall for Sisson. Through the high slot, he gets checked. Nice work by Swafford to make the play, but here goes Dolan. 
The goal scorer feeds it into the slot. Shot right on. What a save by Gregory oh. as she slams the door on Ignacia. What a huge save. And Jesse Gregory is the goaltender for the women's national team and she is by far one of the better goaltenders not only in this country but in the world she shows yeah. off some of her supreme goaltending skill on that save yeah she's sure on her game and that's what she's gonna have to do for the next couple of periods as well lavin wins the draw to the near boards as halbert plays it back to the point for kovacevic Working his way through the high slot. Shot right on. That just tracks wide to the far post as Rod Crane takes possession. Crane tries to clear it out. Big play by Sisson to keep it in. Moments later, Martin fires it down the ice. 1-10 remaining on the Alberta power play. 5-35 remaining in the period. Lavin pins it up against the end boards. Now flips it to the near wing where it's picked up by the captain, Jordan Bullchild. Bullchild checking his options. Feeds it ahead for Halbert. Orrin Halbert gets crushed, but he leaves it for Bullchild. Shot from Bullchild goes over top the goal as he let a left-handed rocket fly. Halbert keeps it in at the point for the moment. Nice job to work the line. Passes it off to Lavin. Lavin takes the shot. <laughs> Tremendous save by Jesse Gregory. You saw that shot by Jordan Bullchild coming into the zone that went over the net. And... As someone that's played hockey for 30 years, I had an opportunity to play against Bullchild. He's a big kid with a heavy, hard shot, but he's got a heart of gold. He's super sweet off the ice, and I think you need that, that type of player when you're playing on a provincial team like this. He's super fierce on the ice as well. He may have a heart of gold, but he's got, as that shot goes off the outside of the post, he's got nerves of steel out there for Team Alberta. He's been Involved in all facets of the game as Dolan cuts through the slot area, but that's taken off his stick and shot down the ice by Crane. Just 15 seconds left in the Alberta power play. Bullchild was in the thick of it yesterday when he got involved in a bit of a melee, sustained an injury, was on the ice for a while, but then bounced back nicely later on in Alberta's big win over BC last night. Here goes Kovacevic working the near wing. Penalty now over. Shot right on. Gregory makes the save. And she shows that she's got it in that glove hand. Yeah, I'm noticing uh, Team Alberta, they're starting to pick it up. They're getting a lot more shots than they did. So Team Ontario, they've got to kind of get that defensive game going again. And I've also noticed that, uh, except for the last shot, they're trying to go high on Jesse Gregory because there's a lot of space. And when your um, arms or your glove and... Um, is down and you got to go up over your head to be able to stop the shot. That uh, takes a lot of time. Scrum from the faceoff, controlled by Garrett Riley. He tries to clear the zone, sends it down the ice. Icing indicated if it has enough weight, they'll call it. And it just gets there. So we get the whistle with 4.09 left in the first period. Alberta out shooting Ontario 6 to 4. You know, I've noticed that uh, Team Ontario, especially, is not just relying on one line. They are they are very, very balanced when it comes to putting their guys out, out over the board, so to speak. As the draw comes to the right of Gregory, Riley and Lavin, once again, it comes out to the stick of Duguay. Duguay working the near side wing. His path gets cut off by Sisson, and that gives Alberta a chance to take possession. 
Robin plays it ahead to Sisson. Top of the faceoff circle, his initial shot block. Second chance, he buries it. A beautiful goal by Brandon Sisson. No quit in that play, and it's 2-0 Alberta. And usually, as a forward, if you get that second chance, you're going to bury it, and you saw it right there. Yeah, Sisson buried it, and the thing as well is, is that you got to get the goalie moving back and forth because it's very hard um, once you get the goalie moving to be able to stop that puck and uh, get it along the ice, and that's what happened on that goal. Not much of a chance for Jesse Gregory there as Alberta have scored twice on seven shots, and they lead 2-0 with 3.45 left in the first period of this gold medal game at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships. And they're working for more as Kovacevic tries to cut his way to the net, crashes into the end boards hard after the hit by Crane. Tar draws the lone assist on the goal by Sisson as Dolan tracks it back inside his own blue line. Dishes it off for the goal scorer, Sisson. Tries to work the near side wall, sneaking past the check of Tambrello. Sisson gets clobbered by Martin. And with his helmet popping off, they're going to whistle the play down for player safety. I've had the opportunity to get hit by Colton Martin in, the, in league play. and <laughs> pleasure. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it's not fun, man. It's like having, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Man, you You're, know, like in a lot of people, they don't realize with sledge hockey how hard the hitting is and... Like the fights that happen, and everyone's like, oh. And yeah, he just got his uh, hat popped off there for sure. Well, Sisson had a smile on his face at least, so you know he's all right. <laughs> and he's helped his team get a 2 0 lead. Sisson with one of the two goals here in the first period. Ontario trying to answer back on the faceoff. Dolan sweeps it into the Ontario zone behind the goal of Gregory as it'll be picked up by Crane. Crane opts to play it near side for Tambrello. Wheels back, almost picked off. Good forward-checking by Ignatiuk as Crane's clearing attempt temporarily blocked. Held in, Dolan, centering attempt. It's underneath Calmone. Dolan uh, found it, but couldn't pick it up cleanly. And it's banked off the boards and across the line. Tar tries to get it in deep. That's blocked by... Crane with 2.30 remaining here in the first. Rod Crane lifts it off the glass down the ice where it will be controlled by Tar. Tar gets clipped by Calmone. No call. Play continuing on as Dolan takes possession. Dolan wheeling around the far side of his net as both teams' teams get changes on the fly. Zach Lavin weaving through the defenders. Cuts to the right. He got hit hard by Blanchard and lost the puck in the process. Halbert, pass intended for Lavin, got broken up. Halbert still with possession. Good job to work the line. Nice play by Lavin to keep it in as well. That puck was right on the blue. Lavin touches it ahead for Halbert. Halbert shot, big stick saved by Gregory. The rebound corralled by Mike Wilkinson. 140 remaining in the first period. Wilkinson works it around the far boards, but it's kept in at the line by Kovacevic. He shields from the check of Christina Picton. Picton can't wrestle it away. Kovacevic, drop pass. Halbert just lost control of the puck. Picked up by Bullchild. Bullchild stick handling, keeping it away from Ontario. As Sisson has it wrestled off his stick. Good effort that time by Tom Gabriel. 
Picton nearly comes up with a big turnover, but Bullchild able to get the body on her, and that stops the counter. Here comes Kovacevic, working his way through the high slot. Shot, that gets blocked by Wilkinson. Rolling puck, and it's buried by Micah Kovacevic! What a great effort by Alberta's number 97, Kovacevic, to make it 3-0 with one minute and two seconds remaining in the first. Alberta is really playing their cycle game very, very strong. Absolutely. If they don't play their cycle game, this could be a different story. But because their cycle game is so strong, you notice their players, they, ha they have about a half a second of uh, a possession before they give it up. You know, I think a big part of their success with the cycle game right now is Ontario was so physically beaten up yesterday in their two games with Quebec. You almost have to wonder how much gas they have left in the tank. And it's been a relatively easy ride here this weekend for Alberta. Again, their smallest margin of victory to this point, a four-goal win. So it's really a tale of two different paths to this gold medal game. I think Alberta having a slightly easier ride is going to help in their advantage with the war of attrition. Kovacevic gets the goal to make it 3-0, and he picks up the loose puck along the near boards with 20 seconds left here in the period. Blanchard does well to keep it in. Swafford out of the near corner, trying to center it out front, but Ignacio gets a piece of that. Behind the goal, they try work it out front. It's picked up by Sisson. As he gets hit hard, two seconds remaining in the period. Ontario trying to poke it on net. The buzzer sounds a little bit of pushing and shoving after the buzzer, but we'll head into the break with Ontario trailing Alberta 3-0 in the gold medal game at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships. Yeah, it's good uh, first period. I was impressed with uh, Ontario at the beginning of the period. Uh, they were, like I was mentioning before, a good defensive game. Um, but as Brett mentioned, um, Alberta, they got their person-on-person uh, -person -person defense and not give them any room because they were giving them room to uh, be able to skate around and shoot. And when you get an opportunity to outshoot your opponent 2-1, to one, you are usually going to be ahead going into an intermission. All right, with that, we're going to take a break here on AMI-audio live. Coming back, we're going to dissect completely the first period and preview the second period right after the break here on this AMI-audio live presentation at the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships. Stay with us. Welcome back to this AMI-audio live presentation of the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships. We are in your first intermission as Team Alberta had a dominating first period and they are leading 3-0. I am joined by the play-by-play -play guys along with the analysts, Brett Wills, Cam Jenkins, and Dave Recovina. Gentlemen, thoughts? Dave, let's start with you. Thoughts on the first period? Ontario started fairly strong, I thought, but boy, you sure saw Alberta's skill take over, especially after the, you know, about the first four or five minutes into the first period. Who really impressed me for Alberta? He kind of reminded me a bit of uh, Eric Carlson of the San Jose Sharks, his number 97 for Alberta, uh, Miko Kovacevic. Um, 
he was able to, uh, you know, initiate the transition game and really start to move the puck uh, very well up ice, and uh, that paid off. Especially, he was. Uh, I think he scored the third Alberta goal. Actually, uh, you know, again pressuring, putting all sorts of pressure on the Ontario defense. Ontario's uh, tried to. I think they've, 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 they've tried to be physical with Alberta, and they've had a little bit of success, but not nearly as much as they might need to get back into this game. Yeah, I found uh, with Ontario, like you said, they were trying to be physical. Um, you know, Brendan Blanchard, I, I think he's probably one of the most physical players on that team. And unfortunately, he kind of just went over the edge and got a penalty uh, with one of them. But one of the people that I was really impressed with uh, from a physical uh, aspect is Christina Picton. I have seen her uh, grow from um, being into a woman playing sledge hockey, and she has always been a phenomenal skater. Um, Saying that, what she's improved the most on is her... um, um, It's her willingness to get into the dirty areas. Dirty areas, but it's also, um, you know, her stick work, and she's very good at shooting now as well. And she was getting really physical in laying body checks. And I think that's the evolution of uh, Christina Picton and how she's improved her game and and been a force on Team Ontario. I I think you could say she was probably uh, Ontario's best forward out there in the first period. Absolutely. Well, when you're the captain of Team Canada, you, you, uh, you really... Uh, lead by example. Lead by you example. lead by example, and uh, she's certainly doing a, a good job here with Team Ontario. And I think Jesse Gregory, uh, from a goaltender perspective, uh, she's keeping uh, Team Ontario in the oh, game. Very much. She's made some spectacular saves um, at uh, you know good timing for the saves as well, and uh, her glove hand is working uh, really good, which is fantastic. This uh, game could be easily. Uh, double what it is now if it wasn't for the goaltender uh, which I mean you gotta have a good goalie to, to stay in the game how does Ontario answer the uh, what seemingly being a really good offensive attack it's to me all about the defense they have to play person on person defense and not give them any space um, near halfway to the period to the end of the period uh, you know uh, Alberta got their cycle game working and they were end up getting space. And you can't give Alberta space because all they need is a couple of seconds to be able to get that shot off and get it in the net. So play defensive, tight defensive hockey. Dave, as a coach, you know, uh, put your Ontario hat on for a second. Uh, are you giving one of those inspirational uh, talks right now? Or what's the message as a coach? Well, I don't think you lose it in the dressing room, put it that way. Uh, uh, you know, obviously, Alberta is a very strong team, and you can see why they've, uh, they're going for, what, their third straight national championship year. Uh, this team is, looks strong in all, all facets of the game, but I think what Ontario has to do, you go back to the beginning of how this game started. Ontario won the draw, and they were able to get the puck down into Alberta territory, and they had control for the first couple of minutes. I thought they had the better of the play. But they, they, they just have to be right on top of Alberta and I think if they can do that again to start the second period and initiate the body contact initiate the heavy forecheck in the Alberta zone maybe they catch them off balance and get back into this game yeah it was it seemed to be really or what could have been really deflating uh, for Team Ontario when they gave up the first goal because I was really really impressed with their push to play and then once the first goal went in it seemed like they kind of 
you know, the wind got out of their sails and they, uh, they, they kind of gave up two more. What was interesting, I think at the five-minute mark of that first period, shots on goal actually favored Ontario, I think, four to two. And then they, they ended up being nine to four for Alberta. So it just shows you how things turned around there. It's the tale of, uh, basically the tale of uh, two parts of the period. Yeah, yeah so. very much. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it, they got to come out there. And again, we said it in the pregame, but they got to get the first goal in the second period if they, if they want any hope of, um, of getting back in this game. Brett, if you're Alberta, um, what, what are you doing in this period? Is it just status quo? Keep doing what you're doing. I think you you need to continue what you're what you did in the first period that made you successful. You've got an opportunity to continue to set the tone. Like I said before, they're up two to one on shots on goal. You got to keep peppering Jesse Gregory with shots. Keep the puck in the offensive zone the entire period. You you get back, and who knows. Adam Kingsville hasn't been tested much, but that might be an opportunity for Team Ontario to get another or get a goal and be on the board early. If you get sit back on your heels, you could be in a lot of trouble. Cam, what's uh, what's important here? Obviously, they need to get on the board, Ontario. Can they go into the second intermission with this game being three to one, or do you think it's more advantageous that they need to get it three two? Uh, well, you know, every goal counts, and I, I think they need to be able to get it to around hopefully 3-2 uh, by the end of the second period. Uh, they, it keeps going back to me. for uh, They have to do great defensive hockey. They have to get the forecheck going, and they have to get lots of shots on the Team Alberta goalie because if you get lots of shots, there's going to be rebounds, and that's where you've got to bury those rebounds and get them in and get a dirty, dirty goal. We're going to go down uh, ringside with Jeff. He's got another interview. Standing by, Jeff. Standing ringside with Brandon Sisson of Team Alberta. You guys have a 3-0 lead out there, including yourself. You have one goal. Uh, What was the message that the coach gave you before heading into this gold medal game? Uh, We wanted to go hard in this game. We wanted to go in there with a a purpose and make every shift count out there. The message was uh, no survivors. And obviously, uh, up 3-0, there have been no survivors in that first period. What have you liked about your team's effort so far? Uh, the communication has been good. Uh, we're getting shots on net. We're uh, looking for some dirty goals in the crease there, and we're doing a good job of it. All right, thanks so much. Okay, thank you, Jeff. With that, we're going to take a break, and uh, after the break, we're going to talk about the second period and get you set for second period action and further on. Stay with us here on AMI-audio live as we broadcast the gold medal game in the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships here in Elmira, Ontario. Welcome back to this AMI-audio live presentation of the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships here in Elmira, Ontario. Alberta and Ontario are doing battle. Alberta leading 3-0. Jeff, you, what were your thoughts in the first period before we send it over to our broadcast team? Yeah, obviously very fast-paced, pretty aggressive first period. And when I was talking to our interviewee, uh, down in the change room area, there was a lot of excitement going on for Team Alberta. They're pretty pumped up. I think they're really excited 
Uh, they seem pretty uh, relaxed. So I think uh, it's going to be a fun second and third periods to watch. But Team Alberta, I think they're going to come out pretty relaxed and continue doing what they've been doing. Yes, it's going to be a great uh, second period. Hopefully Team Ontario can get on the board. With that, we're going to send it to our trio of broadcasters. That would be Nico Cardarelli, Brett Wills, and Cam Jenkins. Guys, take it away. Gentlemen, thank you very much as we get everybody set for the second period of play here in the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships gold medal game between Team Ontario and Team Alberta. Alberta with a 3-0 lead after the opening frame. Outshooting Ontario 9-4. Face off at center ice between Zach Lavin and Garrett Riley. And we're underway in the second period with Bullchild scooping up the loose puck. He banks it off the boards where Wilkinson takes possession. Does well to get away from the body contact and plays it ahead for Duguay. It's off his sled and it'll be corralled by Halbert. Duguay, good back check to regain possession for Ontario. As he feeds it ahead to Garrett Riley. Riley with a clear cut to the net. Riley shoots. He scores! Garrett Riley gets Ontario on the board. Just 32 seconds into the second period. And we got a game. It's 3-1. to one. That's the start that Team Ontario needed. And it was a breakaway goal. And Riley just buried it. Good job setting the tone in the second period. Just the fifth shot on goal for Ontario, but it's a big one as they are on the board. Three to one. No chance for Kingsmill on that breakaway snipe off the stick of Garrett Riley. Puck is dropped. Picton wins it over to Gabriel. Blanchard can't quite corral it. Gabriel does well to track back. Picton takes possession inside her own blue line. Here's the Ontario goal announcement by Chris Bay. Close. Shoots the puck in the Ontario blue line. Swafford gets the lone assist on the goal by Riley. As the loose puck picked up at center ice by Sharma. She has it stripped away from her by Ignasiuk. It's played off the boards. And it'll be corralled by Gregory who sweeps it away from Dolan. As he was pressuring the Ontario goaltender. Sisson keeps the play alive at the left point. Ignasiuk, he gets checked by Picton. Gabriel tries to clear the zone. Picton does so on the second effort as she's racing towards the loose puck, but Michael Kovacevic, who scored the third goal for Alberta, takes it up the ice. He's got a clear lane to the net here. Blanchard tries to cut him off. Shot right on, big save by the mask of Jesse Gregory. Kept in by Ignasiuk, he tries to feed it to Dolan. Completes the pass on the second effort. Dolan sees close, cutting to the net. That gets picked off at the last second by Crane as he clears it off the boards and down the ice. Picked in, peels off for a change. Kovacevic takes control for Alberta. Flips it to the far boards. As Sisson races towards it, but it's now corralled by Calmone. Anthony Calmone makes the pass to Tambrello. Quick touch to Martin. Martin loses it to Sisson. Brandon Sisson, who scored the second goal for Team Alberta, has it stripped away from him. Martin 
Can Corrala clean me from Calmone? And here goes Zach Lavin for Team Alberta. Lavin dishes it off to Kovacevic. Makes the good pass to Bullchild. Bullchild bringing it across the blue line onside as Lavin gets the draw pass. He tries to feather it through the slot. Loose puck will be corralled by Rod Crane. Crane from the far side post makes the pass. Martin dishes it off to Calmone. He gets bodied against the boards in front of the penalty boxes by Bullchild. Lavin joins the fray and it's Calmone who digs the puck away. Calmone flips it ahead, intended for Martin. Coming off the bench, Garrett Riley gets to it ahead of Sisson. Martin picks it up behind the goal. Colton Martin checking his options. Makes the pass and the backhander off the stick of Riley. Goes over top the net. Working along the near side corner. Riley snipes one just over top the crossbar. Ontario pouring the pressure on now as the puck comes out to center and it's corralled by Crane. Riley has the lone goal for Ontario. He nearly had another one as the puck gets away from him this time. At the end of a shift, he'll peel off for a change and Kovacevic flips it ahead. Riley actually stays out there for the time being as he's along the far boards defending with Montgomery. Puck gets away from Riley, corralled by Bullchild. It goes into the far corner where Crane takes possession for Ontario. Crane shields it away from the Alberta captain, Bullchild. Flips it along the boards, but it stays in. Good job to pinch in from the point by Halbert. 10.45 remaining in the second period. Ontario unable to clear it. It's picked up by Bullchild. Centering for Lavin. Shot right on. Uh, partial block by Crane. Gregory may have gotten a piece of it as well, but Alberta unable to... Capitalize on that miscue by Ontario. Here goes Riley. He's the lone Ontario player attacking. Shot from distance. Snagged by the glove hand of Kingsmill. He thought about playing it out, but holds it for the faceoff with 10-19 left in the period. Yeah, I'm uh, finding that Kovacevic uh, for Team Alberta. Um, that's the player that's uh, the straw um, stirring the drink for Alberta. Controlling the play and just doing a phenomenal job this period and huge huge apologies to Anthony Colomone he's on our club team in Mississauga I used to call him Samantha Hands he's got filthy filthy mitts did you say you used to call him Cement Hands? Cement Hands he is definitely no longer Cement Hands if anything he's silky smooth mitts now as Colomone has really shown off his skill here this weekend that's pretty funny I'm going to have to rib him after the game about that Comone in the fray right now, but it gets away from him as Alberta try clear the zone along the near boards. Picked in, her shot from the point, tracks wide of the near post. Heavy bounce off the end boards. Dolan got hit hard underneath his mask. He's lost a glove, shaken up on the play as he'll I'll shoot his glove towards the bench and continue on. Strange decision. Blanchard flips it behind the goal as... Sisson racing towards it, but Comone makes the physical play for Ontario with 9.29 left here in the period. Ignatiuk sends it down the length of the ice. Not going to have enough for icing, so Blanchard has to track it back inside his own blue line. Under the forward check of close, Blanchard plays it over to Picton. Christina Picton banks it off the boards and ahead for Duguay. 
Curtis Duguay tries to weave his way in the middle. Shot right on. Snagged by Kingsmill, and he'll hold it for the faceoff. 9.04 left in the period. Yeah, their Team Ontario, they're fighting, and they're just trying to stay in this game uh, with some uh, good hockey. Um, the defense is tightening up a little bit, and let's see where it goes. And as you said, Cody Dolan lost his glove, and he continued to play. That takes guts. Did you guys see the exchange? It was kind of a bit of a melee. I didn't see exactly what happened to uh, to Dolan in the sequence. No, but he was checking his face, I think, for some blood. Yeah, yeah I think he may have got cut under the mask or yeah, something. Yeah, the sledge, they kind of hit one another, and the sledge went up, and it went up towards his face. Ah. So I think that's what ended up happening is why he was a little bit uh, upset. You can certainly understand the frustration from I think he wanted Dolan. a penalty on the play. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, off the defensive zone draw, Alberta take possession, led by Sisson. Wheeling around the far side, he gets bodied by Swafford, but maintains possession as he dumps it off to Bullchild. Bullchild's intended pass for Halbert out of his reach as Montgomery tries to get the puck in deep. Alberta bring it across the line momentarily. Big hit by Bullchild as it comes back through the neutral zone. Bullchild takes possession. Tries to sweep it into the open ice, but it's picked up by Rod Crane. Crane hustling after the puck, tries to shield it from Sisson. Duguay takes control across the blue line. Duguay, great pass to Riley. Left-handed shot off oh, the crossbar. Oh, what, what a chance there as Riley just missed his second of the game. What a snipe from the left-handed <laughs> shot, but it goes off the bar and out. My goodness. I didn't know if that went off the goalie's helmet or off the bar, but it went off the bar. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was bar and out as Riley nearly sniped his second of the game, denied by the iron. Oh. You can feel the momentum shifting, though, can't you? Absolutely. As here goes Alberta, trying to get the momentum back on their side. Bullchild shoots over top of the net. As Martin tries to pick up the puck, hit hard by Lavin. They clear it across the line as they dig away for it in front of the Alberta bench. Bullchild takes control, gaining the offensive zone. Flips it, intended for Lavin. That's broken up on a good back check by a few Ontario players as they advance it up the near wing for Martin. He tries to go cross ice for Riley. That's picked off. Kovacevic gets hit hard by Riley. Didn't know he was coming as the communication breaking down a little bit right now for Alberta. Good pass ahead to Lavin. Lavin brings it across the line. He's got... Montgomery to beat, shot right on, great blocker saved by Gregory. She was not fooled at all by that shot from Zach Lavin. Lavin almost tried to draw her over to the glove side, but she wasn't having it, making a good blocker save. As here goes Duguay, trying to wheel out of his own zone. The forecheck of Lavin forces him near side, played the puck ahead for Wilkinson, who's getting a shift up at forward at the moment. Riley takes it, makes the pass over to Martin. Colton Martin shoots. Oh, what a save. Adam Kingsmill flashes the leather and keeps this a two-goal lead for Alberta on that spectacular save. That's highway robbery right there. It sure as heck is. And I see with Team Ontario, I like what they're doing. They're doing a lot of short passes to be able to get in the zone. And that's how they're getting these opportunities. And their passing is a lot better over the past uh, few minutes of the game. Alberta certainly the stronger skating team in open ice. But you're absolutely right, Cam. The quick touch passes from Ontario seem to be working. As they are putting on quite a game here in the gold medal contest between Alberta and Ontario at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships. 
Wilkinson tracks it back in his own zone, defending it from the check of Bullchild. 6.20 to go here in the second period of play. Alberta leading 3-1. Martin takes it behind his own goal. Wheeling out, banks it off the far side boards, kept in at the line by Tarr. He feathers it back down low where it's picked up by the Ontario captain, Blanchard. Tries to flip it out through the neutral zone. Nice job by Close to keep the line as he hammers it back down deep. Wilkinson, who, go, who scored the OT winner yesterday for Ontario, picks up the puck and his pass intended for Tambrello gets picked off. They battle for possession as it stays inside the Ontario blue line. Martin in there for Team Ontario. They can't dig it out from the pack as Calmone tries to clear the zone. Close in the thick of it as well. Puck comes out and it's controlled by Tambrello. He's got Calmone joining him, makes the lead pass. Calmone gets squeezed out. Nice job by Kovacevic as it's picked up by Zach Tarr. Tarr absorbs the hit, makes the pass. There's a giveaway oh. as Sharma couldn't quite corral it cleanly. She was coming off the bench and nearly got a scoring chance off that turnover. Bullchild regains the pass after it was intercepted by Picton. Second opportunity, also picked off. It's sent down the ice. A race here between Kalmone and Kovacevic and Kingsmill also comes out, but Kovacevic easily wins that and he controls it out of his own zone. Hit hard there by Kalmone. The puck never leaves the zone. Nice job by Anthony Kalmone to keep the play alive. Puck squirts out and it's shot down the ice inside the Ontario blue line with 4.35 left here in the period. Lavin on the forecheck, nearly swiped it away from Blanchard. He gets a hit for his troubles, and now it's picked up by Dolan. Halbert picks it up at the hash marks. Loose puck, they try to locate it. Halbert takes the shot blocked by his own teammate, Dolan, digging away for it. Gregory at the top of her crease. That shot also blocked. Loose puck, where is it? They jam away, and finally it's whistled down. Good defensive presence by Ontario and their goaltender, Jesse Gregory. And in a situation like that, when you're the goaltender and you have five guys or ten guys in front of you and you don't know where the puck is, you just got to hope that the, the puck hits you and the whistle goes. And that's just what happened. It was like the Great Wall of China had uh, built up around Jesse Gregory and uh, thank God didn't get through. Two or three Ontario skaters in the blue paint helping out the goaltender as they trail Alberta 3-1 to one with 4.14 remaining in the second period of this gold medal game at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships. But momentum is starting to shift. Ontario have clawed their way back here, putting on quite a performance in the gold medal game as Alberta win the draw, and it'll be controlled by Cody Dolan along the far side wall. Dolan just missed getting crushed there by Crane as it's picked up by Montgomery. He feathers it along the boards, held in by Lavin. Halbert gets a hit for his troubles to try to keep the play alive as Duguay turns back in his own blue line and then fires it down the ice. Icing indicated, and it'll be an icing called against Team Ontario. They were trying for that long stretch pass intended for Garrett Riley. You know, we, we were talking about the shots on goal in the first period, and I think they were 8-4 to four in favor of Alberta. It's now 12-8 to eight in favor of Alberta. So I, I, I can confidently say that Ontario certainly picked up the pace here in the second period. Absolutely. Like I was saying, it's uh, all about the defense, and that's what they're doing. 
and they're heading Alberta like at every stop now, and they're gaining the puck because of that. Ontario outshooting Alberta four to three here in the period, and outscoring them one nothing to this point in the second period. But the puck in on Kings Mill. The referees want him to play it, but he's going to hold it for the faceoff. Three twenty-eight left to go in the second frame. Be interesting to see what's going to happen the last uh, three, four minutes of this. I really want uh, Team Ontario to keep that defensive game and not give it up. Um, and it's going to be real important because in the first period, they gave up a goal with uh, about a minute to go. So they got to make sure that they tighten everything up and they don't let that goal because that's just going to deflate them going into the third period if they give a goal up uh, with not much time left in the uh, second period. So, and, and that's probably the key to beat this Alberta team team they need to tighten up defensively in order to beat them and hope to that they get a couple of goals in the process scrum for possession off the face off it's picked up by close plays it around the wall to the far corner where sisson unable to hold possession ontario try dig it out 310 remaining in the period dugay wrestling it away from dolan swafford in there as well it Squirts out to the goaltender, Kingsmill, and he'll just snag that for the faceoff. 3-0-1 remaining in the second period of play. And that's a real good decision by the Alberta goalie to be able to cover that puck. Uh, when it's this late in the period, you don't want to be able to give uh, Team Ontario any opportunities whatsoever. So every time you got a chance, you got to cover that puck. But, but saying that, you got to hope that at that next faceoff, that your centerman is going to take control of the play. Off the face-off, Alberta take possession, led by Kovacevic. Banks it off the boards. Bullchild makes a good move to get around the defender, plays it ahead for Halbert. Halbert one-on-one with Wilkinson. Drives wide to the right, tries to get the shot away. Good D by Wilkinson as he lays the body on the line to make the block. Around the near side boards, Trying to dig it away. Halbert with Blanchard all over his back. Makes the pass to Lavin. Lavin's shot goes high and just went wide. May have been redirected. It was a bit of a knuckler. And Gregory did just enough to steer it aside. There's the long pass from the wrong side of center ice. That's going to be an icing call against Team Ontario with 2.18 left in the period. Nico, did you just say knuckle puck? Yeah. Very, very nice. Have you not heard that before? I wish I could take credit as that being an original. Very nice Mighty Ducks reference. (laughs) Comoni, he only had one stick, if you notice that as well, uh, just at the end of that play. And he was going faster than a lot of the players out there. It's pretty impressive, the strength, when you lose one of your twigs, to still be able to motor the way they do. It's, uh, I know I don't have the upper body strength to be able to do that. Nor do I. I just have a Molson muscle, and that's about it. (laughs) Picked it and picks it up inside her own blue line. Fires it down the ice. This is going to be another icing call against Team Ontario. Good hustle by Calmoni. He almost won the race, but the whistle comes with 1.58 left in the period. My name's Nico Cardarelli. Joined alongside the boys from the neutral zone on AMI as we get set for more intermission analysis. It's Brock, Brett, Cam, and Dave. And, of course, Jeff here as well, and our technical guru behind the scenes, Mark. Great to have the AMI crew on board once again. As the shot from the point gets blocked, and I can't forget Mr. Frank, have to give him a shout-out as well. As here goes 
Dolan from his own side of center ice, picking up the puck, motoring across the blue line. A buck 40 left in the period. Dolan has to corral it in the corner. Center's in front, intended for close, but it's off his stick and controlled by Martin. Martin gets hit by Dolan, makes the pass to Blanchard, who feathers it back to the far side where Picton picks it up at the hash marks. Picton, she gets run hard against the boards, absorbs the check. Martin can't corral the puck. Ontario never cleared it as close, keeps it in along the far hash marks. Trying to dig it out for a centering attempt. Dolan takes possession, working out of the far corner, shielding it, cutting to the front of the goal. Dolan trying to get a potential shooting opportunity, but he dishes it off. Ignacia pops back up after getting hit. Final minute of the second period. Here goes Close, cutting to the front of the goal. Close shoots, he scores! And that Braden Close makes it 4-1. Team Alberta with 52 seconds left in the second period. You could see that coming a mile away. Ontario, they were uh, slow. They weren't doing those short passes. They were falling down. They were tired. And with 52 seconds left, just what I said, you don't want to let a goal in, and that's what they've done. It almost seems like they were complacent on that play, thinking that they were going to come out of the period unscathed and all of a sudden, it's 4-1. to one. You know, What were one of the things we mentioned before the game? Ontario has to capitalize on the clearing attempts. They had a good three or four chances to clear the zone. Got a little bit cute and never fired it down the ice. And you're right, boys. It ends up costing them late in the period as Alberta now lead this game 4-1. to one. 35 seconds left in the frame as Lavin digging away for the puck underneath Garrett Riley. We'll see if the Ontario bench gets a little bit shorter now as they trail 4-1. to one. And they may have to rely on some of their top players like Garrett Riley a little bit more. Here goes Zach Lavin. Makes the pass ahead to Halbert. As Riley gets hit, he loses the puck. Gets it back from Bullchild. As they've given credit on the goal to Bullchild, here goes... Duguay for Ontario. Two seconds left in the period. Shot from Crane gets blocked. The buzzer sounds and after two periods of play the top seed, Team Alberta, lead this gold medal game over Team Ontario 4-1. to one. Yeah, It's real unfortunate that, that uh, they let up that goal. You could just see the uh, wind go right out of their sails uh, and that's so unfortunate that that happens. Um, hopefully they can pick it up in the uh, third and final period. Well, for more intermission analysis, let's rejoin the boys from the neutral zone as we throw it over to Brock, Dave, Cam, and Brett. Thank you, Nico. After two periods of play, the score is 4-1 to one for Team Alberta. After the break, we're going to break down the second period and uh, look ahead to the third period right here on this AMI-audio live presentation of the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championship. Stay with us. Welcome back to this AMI Audio Live presentation of the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships here in Elmira, Ontario. We are currently in the second intermission of the gold medal game here as Alberta is winning 4-1. Before we give you uh, analysis of the second period, 
Let's join Jeff, who's ringside with an interview. Jeff? I am ringside with Jesse Gregory, the goaltender for Team Ontario. You're down 4-1 heading into the third period. What do you think needs to change for your team? Uh, we just need to keep pushing hard, get lots more shots, and uh, put a couple in the net. And I also noticed that you guys came out a little bit more energized in that second period. What was said in that intermission by the coaches? Uh, just keep going, push hard, and we got lots of time left. How would you uh, self-evaluate not only your performance, but your team's performance? I think this is our best game of the tournament so far, so it's not over yet. All right, I won't keep you long. Good luck for the third period. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I'm joined by the boys from the zone and the most of the broadcast team. But, Dave, let's get your thoughts on the second period there. What did you think? Well, certainly, as was said in the interview there, Ontario had the, you know, they came out, uh, uh, how should I say, very determined to start the second period. Carried the play to Alberta, I thought, for, oh, you could probably say three quarters of that period and deserved a better fate, I think. But Alberta, you know, you, you got to give them all the credit in the world. They didn't buckle, they didn't wilt, they got stronger again towards the end of that second period, pressured Ontario down low, and that's what resulted in their fourth goal. Cam, yeah, Team Alberta, they bent, they didn't break. Um, you know, with the shots, they're up 14 to 9 as far as the shots go. But it comes down to me for the late period goals, both times with uh, a minute and just under a minute left. If they didn't get those two late goals, this game would be 2-1 right now. And it's not, it's 4-1. So it's going to be really hard for Team Ontario to come back in the third period. You know, we haven't talked about this at all, and I, it's going to be a hot take coming from me. Surprise, surprise. But I think... Put your e hand on that record button, folks. <laughs> I think that the edge that Alberta has been given is with their coaching staff. Steve Arsenal and Chris Cedarstrand have experience at the men's national level. And when that you have an opportunity to have co a coaching staff that has had that experience and knows what high-pressure situations are like, that is certainly an edge. Jeff, thoughts? Yeah, so far, when I was just down between the benches, the mood with Team Ontario seems they just want to get a couple more shots. They have nine shots on goal so far throughout two periods compared to 13 by Team Alberta. Um, they like what they've been doing so far. All the coaches were saying, hey, you know what, we're just running to the best team so far in the tournament in Team Alberta. So they're going to try to obviously change their game plan to score a couple more goals being down 4-1 here. But I think they like how they've been playing so far. I mean, there's sometimes where you just run into a good team. They're just a hotter team, Team Alberta, right now. And, and like what Cam alluded to, those last second goals in both the first and second period, if you, in any sport, it's just it's a backbreaker that, you know, if, if you give up any sort of points or any goals within that last minute... You give the other team the momentum carrying over into that next period, which you don't want to do. So Team Ontario, just from being down between the benches, uh, the vibe has been, you know what, they're pretty positive. They just want to get a couple more shots, but they like their game. They just run into a hotter team. Is this a case, guys, where you almost want to get this to a one-goal game with about maybe five minutes to go in the uh, third period? Would that be about accurate? I oh, think sure. that I think that five minutes is actually uh, too much time. To be perfectly honest with you, you in a game like sledge hockey, you want to have a one goal lead 
with maybe two and a half minutes left. And then, then you got an opportunity to tinker with your lines and determine whether or not you want to pull your goaltender. One thing that, uh, you know, getting back to the second period, one thing that really impressed me with Ontario, they didn't connect, but I think there were about three separate instances where they tried to go with a stretch pass and just missed. And I think if they can connect on one of those fairly early, this could be a uh, different third period. Uh, one thing I hope Alberta doesn't do, I, I hate to see teams try to nurse leads in the third period. You know, to me, the best form of defense is a good attack. And, uh, you know, we'll see how Alberta carries that out in the third period. And that could be very tricky, I think, too, because whenever you have that lead, I mean, it is a lead 4-1. But I feel like it's just a natural human mindset to go in there into that defensive mode. But it's easier said than done being playing. I've played various sports, as we all have. And if you have a lead with, you know, a couple minutes left, you sort of just naturally get into that defensive mode. So... If I'm the coaches for Team Alberta, I'm telling my guys exactly what Dave just mentioned and saying, hey, just stay aggressive. You have the lead. You, you, you've basically won this game as long as you play like you have been so far this game. So it, it's going to be tough. And, gentlemen, think- you're right. Complacency kills. And if they become complacent, they're in a lot of trouble. And I think Team Alberta is going to come out and do the same as what they've been doing. And they're just going to keep going with the offense because uh, that's what they know and that's what they're really good at and that's what they're going to keep doing. The part that kind of makes me worried is if you're Team Ontario, you quite obviously have to open up this game, which can lead to breaks the other way, but there really is no choice, is there, Dave? No, there isn't. Not at all. Uh, You're down three. Uh, You know what? A loss is a loss, and uh, whether you lose 4-1, 5-1, 4-2, 5-2, it'll still go in the record books as an L. So you know what? This is the championship game. you got nothing further to lose. Pin your ears back and go for it. And with three goals, uh, like you just alluded to, um, Team Ontario, like, obviously they still have to be somewhat defensive, but they've got to go on offense as well. And as Dave alluded to, if they end up losing 7-8-1 or if they're going to lose 4-1, it's not going to matter at this point in time. So give it your all and let's see what happens. Given that you guys have played the sledge hockey cam, I'll start with you. Who's the person that you look for in the dressing room You're down by three goals. Who's the person you look for to say, you know, let's get some motivation? Or is it yourself that you just need to get the motivation from? Well, I think at the end of the day, you have to look within yourself to be able to know that you're going to be able to come back and do it. Um, But naturally, there are some leaders in the uh, dressing room and whomever those uh, people are. So it's not necessarily the goalie or it's not necessarily the defense person or uh, a forward. Um, there's just natural leaders in the room, and one of those people, whomever they are, needs to step up and you know rally up the troops and uh, get ready for the third period. One question here, uh, me being the neophyte compared to all of you battle-hardened veterans here of sledge hockey, <laughs> but um, say Ontario gets to within two goals with, uh, say, three or four minutes left in the third period. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask that. Did they pull the goalie? Okay. I would. Yeah, I, I would too. I, I probably would as well. I, I mean, I've been pulled. What are you going to do? You, you're going to. You have to take the risk to play. You got to. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, you, yeah. you got to do it, and it's it's like we've said. If you lose, you know, seven one, it ain't going to matter. You got to get three goals, no matter how you look at it. Just to piggyback on Cameron's point that he's been pulled, I've actually pulled myself. So. Oh, no. That's, I'm sorry to hear that. When did you pull yourself in about 45 seconds? Yeah, uh, Colton Martin took a shot off my forehead, and uh, it, uh, it knocked me pretty silly. So, 
Oh, so so you didn't pull yourself because you're like, oh, I'm doing garbage. I'm going to roll myself up. No, no. Ironically, I was doing garbage, but that wasn't the reason I bred myself. Brett, I got to ask you, when you got hit in the noggin with that shot, was that the beginning of what's bugging Brett? No. Oh, okay. But that's a really good question. There's been something bugging Brett for a lot of years before that. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're unfamiliar of what's bugging Brett, tune into the Neutral Zone uh, Weekends at 11 a.m. Eastern Time here on AMI-audio, and you'll find out all kinds of stuff what's bothering Brett. On that note, we're going to take a break here on this AMI-audio live presentation of the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championship. Stay with us. We'll preview the third period right after this. Welcome back to this AMI-audio live presentation of the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships. The gold medal game is about to get into the third period with Alberta winning 4-1 over Team Ontario. With that, we're going to send it over to our broadcast team of Nico Cardarelli, Brett Wills, and Cam Jenkins. Guys? Gentlemen, thank you very much. Third period of play in the gold medal contest between Team Ontario and Team Alberta about to get underway. The referee drops the puck and the action begins here in the third period of the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships gold medal game as Alberta leads 4-1. Both teams had five shots on goal in that last period, but it was Alberta's fifth shot on goal in the period that proved to be crucial. A late goal scored and again currently given credit to Bullchild. We'll see if that changes. Either way, it puts Alberta up 4-1. As the puck hits center ice, Calmone battling for it, but it's taken by Sisson. He drops it off to Halbert. Pass the head intended for Bullchild. Out of his reach, so Halbert tracks it with Montgomery. The two crash together. The Alberta forward, Halbert, doing a good job to shield it from the Ontario defenseman, Montgomery. Played back to the point. Michael Kovacevic does a nice job to hold the line. He's got one of the goals in this game. Centered by Lavin just behind Halbert as he tried to knock it in. Here goes Rod Crane for Team Ontario. A little bit too heavy of a touch, it's turned over. And now a chance for Lavin. Zach Lavin on a breakaway for Team Alberta. Lavin at the hash mark, shoots. Big stop by Gregory, she got just enough to deflect it wide. As behind the goal, it's picked up by Riley. He hammers it off the glass through center ice where it's controlled by Lavin. Delayed offside, good job by Bullchild not to play the puck. It's picked up now by Riley. He skies it to the near side with a minute and a half gone in the third period. It's picked up by Sisson for Team Alberta. Sisson leaves it for Kovacevic who plays it to the near wing for intended for Halbert. He gets around Wilkinson, the puck into the corner as Halbert takes possession. Shielding it from the check of Wilkinson, it's tied up. Wilkinson plays it off the back of his goal. Centering attempt picked off by Duguay. Lavin crashes the crease. Bullchild, his shot blocked as Ontario scrambling a little bit defensively at the moment. Halbert tries to feather it in front as he had Bullchild at the far post. They can't complete the pass and it'll be cleared by Riley. Here goes Duguay for Team Ontario. So the 
scoring change happens on the one that we speculated as it's Braden Close who gets credit for the last Alberta goal, making it 4-1. Just acknowledged by the official scorer, Chris Begg, who's done a great job as the in-house DJ as well. A great job by everyone behind the scenes here. Here's a breakaway for Cody Dolan. Heavy first touch, he gets it to it, pulls it to his right hand, shoots! Oh, what a save! Jesse Gregory says not today! Makes a huge stop and it remains a three goal game. Close, his shot right on, Gregory gets just enough to direct it past the near post. Tremendous goaltending in the last few seconds from Jesse Gregory. She's really keeping Team Ontario alive right now as Alberta try get a little bit more insurance. They lead by three with 11.45 to go in the third period. Close, brings it across the blue line. He gets hammered by Blanchard, puck into the far corner. Dolan catches it first. Tries to blow by Montgomery, brings it. Oh, he tried to flip it out front on the far side. Close banks at it, and it just gets cleared away at the last moment as it was trickling towards the near post. Alberta mounting wave after wave of attack. Ontario just trying to weather the storm as Blanchard takes the puck. He gets crunched, does well to clear it out across center ice. Sisson inside his own zone, takes possession. Drops it off for Kovacevic. Riley tries to keep it inside the Alberta zone. Moments later, they clear it out across as Close racing after it. Montgomery cuts him off and takes possession for Ontario. Corey Montgomery sweeps it to the far boards where Garrett Riley takes possession. Riley hit by Sisson. The two tie up against the far side boards as the puck caught up underneath Riley. He does well to push it ahead for Martin. Colton Martin shields it from Halbert. Dishes it off to Crane. Crane tries to weave through the defenders, but the puck goes into the near corner where Kovacevic gets to it first. He gets hit hard by Crane. Puck underneath the two players. 10.20 to go in the period as Ontario trying to find an offensive response, trailing by three. Crane digging the puck out from the scrum. Still underneath him, he holds possession. Does well to pass it back for Kalmone. Komone to the point, Montgomery's shot deflected by Halbert and nice save by Kingsmill. Then the centering attempt snagged by the glove hand of Kingsmill. Ten minutes even remaining in the period. Team Ontario, uh, they're giving up some chances the other way. Brendan Blanchard, he gift wrapped that last breakaway and being the captain of Team Ontario, he cannot do that. You've got to be able to um, not give up the puck so blatantly like that. But give credit to Jesse Gregory. Her athleticism is really showing through early in this third. She's made some big stops. There's a stop by the blocker arm of Kingsmill. Rebound sitting around as Ontario try corral at goal bound. It's scooped up by Kovacevic. Shots 17 to 10, favoring Alberta. And they're working across center ice, led by Zach Lavin. Mistimed the zone entry. That's going to be an offside called against Team Alberta. 9.42 left in the period. Team Ontario, they have to play with some more urgency and they've got to be able to get some pucks on the goalie. I don't think they've gotten any uh, shots on that this period so far. And we only have 9.42 left. Get some shots. And we've been saying all along, if Team Ontario wants to win, they need to set the tone and they need to set it early. You You don't see that in this third period at all. They just haven't been able to find the same level of intensity they came out with in the second period. 
arguably their best period of the game so far, but somewhat understandable as well as they had two physically daunting games against Quebec yesterday. And this is the 10th game overall this weekend, so it's been a lot of hockey for all four teams here at the 2019 Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships. As the puck comes around the near sideboards, corralled by Team Alberta for the moment as Close works his way to the front of the goal. He gets blocked by Blanchard, puck to the point. Sisson fires one up into the meshing right out of place. So that faceoff will come out into the neutral zone. You know, you don't see any sense of urgency from Team Ontario yet. Mm. And you wonder what's going on or why that's happening. Well, the sense of urgency is coming from Team Alberta. And they're just taking it to Team Ontario right now. It almost feels like there's a little bit of nervousness with Alberta. Like they want one more goal to really make sure. They seem to have a hold of this game. But the longer it remains just a couple goals right now, Alberta up 4-1. to one. Ontario could find a way back in it here. As here goes Wilkinson trying to find a goal to draw them a little bit closer. Swafford working along the boards trying to dig the puck out of the pack. Duguay can't wrestle it away from Ignasiuk as it's a shot from the point by Martin and that one went over top of the goal. A left-handed rocket by Colton Martin. Swafford finds Martin pitching in from the point. Rolling puck, he couldn't get a clean shot away. Alberta tried to clear it out, led by Sisson. He gets it across the line, up to center where he dishes it off to Bol uh, check that, that was Ignacia. Duguay tries to shield it from Dolan. He clotheslines Martin. No call, we've only had one penalty called in this game. As Sisson takes the pass, feeds it ahead to Dolan who leaves it for Bullchild. Bullchild working his way through the near slot as he turns away from the check of Martin, drops it off to Ignasiuk. Ignasiuk shoots, and that one got blocked. Second chance and Gregory makes the save on Bullchild. Puck comes around the near side, hash marks along the wall where Alberta tried, dig it out. Halbert makes the pass to Bullchild. Sharp angle shot, never got it on goal. As it rings around the far boards, kept in by Sisson. Great play by Brandon, Braden Sisson. His shot right on, big save by Gregory, and then she swallows up the rebound. A crucial stop with 7.32 left in the third. You know, you saw it to the Team Alberta player just for a brief second mix it up with Brendan Blanchard there at the whistle and you you have to wonder is Team Ontario getting mentally frustrated and are they going to resort, resort to a little bit of fisticuffs as the period goes on yeah, Brandon has uh, been known to do that and get frustrated and kind of get into the penalty box so uh, we'll soon find out if that's going to happen Ontario were undisciplined in their morning game against Quebec. They gave Quebec yesterday 10 power play opportunities, but they've been far more disciplined here today as Gabriel sweeps the puck ahead for Montgomery. Corey Montgomery, a lane to skate. Kovacevic racing back. Nice job by Michael Kovacevic to cut off the lane and make the defensive back check. Bullchild scoops up the loose puck, flips it out across center as the rolling puck corralled by Crane. Crane brings it right back in for Team Ontario. Tries to drop it for Calmone. Lavin puts the check on, but Calmone muscles through. Gabriel, with some good stick handling, in tight. Tries to jam it in along the far side, but he 
was squeezed out. The net comes off its pegs, and we get a whistle with 6.45 left to play. And with the Team Alberta goalie, uh, Kingsmill, uh, I was mentioning it before as far as the pad. That pad is right against the ice, which is going to save a lot of goals from going in compared to Jesse Gregory, where her pad is kind of a little up above, and the puck can slim, uh, slide underneath there. So I think that's an advantage for um, Kingsmill. And yeah. Adam Kingsmill is an up-and-coming app goaltender within this Team Canada program I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the men's Paralympic team in the next couple of Paralympics. It's an interesting point you guys bring up about the pad we'll get to that in a moment as the Smithers BC native tending goal for Team Alberta here in the gold medal game. Wilkinson tracks the puck back inside his own zone as at the hash marks he sweeps it ahead to Riley. Riley circles back as He's pressured by the forward check of Dolan. Does well to get away from that and passes it up for Picton. Picton gets clobbered there by Sisson. No call. Play continues on as we've got 6-10 remaining in the third period. Working along the near wall as they try to dig it out. It's close who gains possession. Sends it down the ice. Not going to have enough weight on it for icing as they wave it off. So Blanchard picks it up. Below his own face-off dot on the left side. Pass intended for Picton. Secured by Sisson along the far boards. Pass off to Close. 5.45 here in the third period left to play. Close nearly gives it away. Riley hustling after it. Gets to it just ahead of Sisson. Garrett Riley coughs it up to Close. Here's a two-on-one brewing for Alberta. Close working the right wing. Makes the pass to Sisson. Braden Sisson shoots and he puts it wide. Good opportunity for Alberta, but they can't capitalize on the two-on-one. Long lead pass intended for Picton. That's going to be an icing call against Team Ontario with 5-18 remaining in the third period of the gold medal game here at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships. You know, you have to wonder, if they can get that stretch pass to work, they easily could be down 4-3 as opposed to 4-1. Yeah, but against a team like Alberta... Um, they're so skilled and so fast that I don't think you're going to end up getting that stretch pass. So uh, what was working for them earlier was doing the short passes, and I think that's what they've got to continue to do. Off the offensive zone draw. Shot by Bullchild just slides wide to the far post. Lavin tracks it to the hash marks. Checked by Riley. He plays it down into the corner for Bullchild. Tambrello tries to keep it away from the Alberta captain. Lavin comes in and takes possession for Alberta. Plays it behind the goal where Tambrello picks it up for Ontario. Bullchild tries to strip it away from him. There's a giveaway. Halbert shoots and it just goes wide of the near post. Good shot by Halbert. That did not miss by much. Here goes Garrett Riley, the lone Ontario player in the mix. As three white jerseys come around, swallow him up. And there's a shot off the end boards. Martin shoots and scores! Team Ontario cut this to a two-goal lead as Colton Martin banks it in and we got a game with 4.32 left to go in the third. And that's what happened is they got a shot on goal, they did a rebound and just buried it. Persistence pays off sometimes, doesn't it, Cam? Yes, it does. That was a beautiful goal. And it's nice to see Ontario get another goal back here and let's see what they can do in the next 4.32 of the game. 
That is a huge goal from the Kitchener-Waterloo Sidewinder Sledge pro uh, Program player, Colton Martin. But here's a chance now, a breakaway opportunity for Close. Can he answer right back? What a save, Gregory! And she gets the quick whistle, turning around to make sure it didn't track behind her. A huge sequence there as Jesse Gregory flashes the pad. And that's what Jesse Gregory has to do, is she's got to keep Team Ontario in the game. And that is a huge save because if that goal went in, once again, that's going to be the balloon that pops their confidence. And Jesse just kept the confidence going now. There's Jesse Gregory doing Jesse Gregory things. things exactly. <laughs> Can we get that hashtag trending Jesse Gregory things? <laughs> Face off coming up to the right of the Team Ontario goaltender Gregory. They scrum for possession off the draws. Here's the goal announcement for Colton Martin's big goal. Montgomery, well they've given it to Riley for the time being as Kovacevic picks it up with four minutes remaining in the third. Sends it ahead as Crane just got around the big check coming from Dolan. Sisson takes control. Nearly has it stripped away from him. Here's a turnover as Swafford takes it for Ontario. Swafford gets hit hard into the boards by Dolan. 3.40 left in the third. And I Shot just... from distance, big rebound. Out to the hash mark, screen shoots. Oh, what a blocker saved by Kingsmill. He pops himself up high. He gets a couple of whacks in at the back of Martin as Ontario tried to dig it out off the half wall, but two huge saves from Adam Kingsmill as we've got 3.20 remaining here in the third period. And I see Jesse Gregory, she's looking over at the bench a couple of times, so I think they're looking up pulling the goalie. Ontario working around the near side, quick whistle as they got the centering pass through, but the referee blows it down. Tough luck for Ontario. 3.08 remaining in the uh, third. Nico, if you notice there, Adam Kingsmill, he was up sitting on his pad. His blades were actually in the air as he was making that save. It, I've never seen that before. It's so uncanny that you just point that out. One of the referees, Mark, came over to me in the last break and said, have you noticed what Kingsmill does? He's the only goalie that does this. You're right, his blade is completely off the ice. I gotta wonder if that larger pad that sits on the ice is the new trend if we're going to see more more goaltenders go to that absolutely because it's going to cover a lot more of the ice so it's definitely the way to go and it also helps prop you up as well as and yeah. if you can cover that top portion of the net that's huge. huge off the scrum alberta take possession 254 left in the third bullchild all alone breaking in bullchild shoots huge save from gregory as she continues to keep <laughs> ontario in this game Shots now 20 to 14 for Team Alberta. The only reason why Team Ontario is still in this game is because of the last two huge saves from Jesse Gregory. I have to admit, I think this has been a goaltending duel. The fact that Team Ontario ha now has 14 shots. Adams Kingsmill, he hasn't been tested very often, but when he has been tested, they've been big, big saves. Certainly timely saves from Kingsmill especially in the last minute or so, as Ontario working for more offense. They trail by two here in the gold medal game. Kalmone works the puck along the near corner, loses it to Kovacevic. Micah Kovacevic tries to clear it out. Halbert has his pocket pick. Rolling puck in on goal, swept away by Kingsmill as Garrett Riley was hot on that loose puck. Riley smacks it behind the goal over to the far side hash marks. Halbert gets to it ahead of 
Calmone, 2.15 left to go in the third. Gregory still in the net for Ontario. They hold the zone, Calmone tracks the loose puck. Lavin tries to check him off it, but here goes Halbert with possession. Halbert passes over to the far side for Sisson. Across the blue line, Braden Sisson, shot right on. That one just missed, tracking for the near side top corner. Calmone, now they wave Gregory over to the bench. She has to hold her progress for the time being. Picked in, she gets checked off the puck. Ontario want to pull the goaltender. They can't get the puck in deep enough. Now Gregory heads to the bench. It's go time for Team Ontario. Trailing by two with a minute 30 left here in the third period of this gold medal game at the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships. Puck along the near boards in front of the Alberta bench. A minute 20 left in the third. No one can dig it out from the pack. The referee wants them to play it. Finally, it's chipped out down inside the Ontario zone. Icing indicated they wave it off as Crane has to track back and shield it there from Halbert. Halbert nearly wrestles it away. Crane hits it off the side of the goal. Halbert desperately tries to dig it in. Oh, they can't jam it in. Bookmark that. If Ontario can come back, that is a huge moment in the game. Here goes Riley up the left wing, trying to streak past Kovacevic. Brilliant defensive effort by Michael Kovacevic. Tambrello picks up the puck, 45 seconds remaining in regulation. Colmone centers it just out of the reach of Crane. Picked in, she gets hit into the boards, does well to keep the play alive for Ontario. Puck chipped out through center ice. It's going to be a race. Who's going to get it first? Halbert from Alberta gets swallowed up. Great back check by Riley. But there's just 25 seconds left now in regulation. As they play it off the boards, across center ice. Pickton streaking after it. Kovacevic just gets to it ahead of her. 15 seconds remaining. Alberta send it the length of the ice. That's going to be an icing call against Team Alberta with 9.4 seconds left in the third. It looked like uh, Christina Pickton is a little bit hurt. Uh, she was getting up very gingerly, and she's over at uh, center uh, board. So you got to give Team Ontario a ton of credit, though. Pulling the goalie with a six on five, their back check was incredible during that last 30 seconds. Team Ontario have called a timeout as they get the offensive zone draw coming up to the left of the goaltender Kingsmill. But with just 9.4 seconds remaining, it may be a case of too little too late as Alberta seems poised to four-peat here at the Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships. They've won the last three gold medals and they are 9.4 seconds away from four peating here in 2019. Yeah, Brett, what do you think uh, is going through uh, Team Alberta's head right now is there's only 9.4 seconds left uh, in the period and from them just getting their four peat. Just hold that line, hold that line. If you hold that line for 9.4 seconds, you are going to be Canadian champs once again. They've been unbeaten this whole weekend and they are 9.4 seconds away from finishing the 2019 Canadian Nationals as gold medalists. Off the offensive zone draw, Ontario scrum, Riley to the near boards, five seconds remaining, that's gonna do it. Congratulations Team Alberta, four time consecutive gold medalists 
as they win the 2019 Canadian Sledge Hockey Championships going unbeaten over three days. They've earned the right to celebrate the top team here and they are crowned gold medal champions. Kudos to Team Ontario for putting up one hell of a battle here in the gold medal game. And how about the play from Jesse Gregory? But boys, in the end, Alberta just that much stronger. Yeah, what can you say, Team Alberta? They had the skill, uh, they had the cycle game going. Uh, they were the complete package all weekend. Uh, I think they've only, I think this is uh, the most amount of goals that they gave up in a, a certain game in the entire weekend as well. So um, kudos to them, but you know what? Team Ontario, kudos to them as well. They played their hearts out today. It ended up being four to two and uh, they should be very proud of themselves and they should uh, certainly uh, hold their heads up high. You know, I, I, I know that they give out a player of the game for each team uh, this week weekend and uh, I think if you're uh, if you're the committee that gives out the player of the game for Team Ontario you definitely got to give it to Jesse Gregory and uh, for Team Alberta well there, there were so many guys who worked their tail off uh, Levine was absolutely phenomenal Kingsmill when he had to made some absolutely timely saves it's just been absolutely amazing to watch it was a great point that you mentioned, Cam. This was Alberta's smallest margin of victory all weekend, just a two-goal win, and the most shots and goals they had given up in a single game. So congratulations to Team Alberta, the gold medalists. But what a great effort from Team Ontario. They really pushed them to the limit today. Yeah, and as they always do in uh, hockey, uh, the only one I've uh, seen it in, they're currently going up and down the ice and uh, shaking hands uh, for a well-fought gold medal game. Well, you guys mentioned Zach Lavin, speculation that this will likely be his last ever Provincials as he's oh. expected to be a full-time member of the national team going forward. And we certainly wish Zach all the best if that is the case. And, and what a way to go out. Uh, you mentioned off the top, I believe, uh, before the day began that he had approximately 10 points this weekend. So um, it just shows how a uh, complete player uh, Zach is and how good he is and uh, good luck to him being on the uh, national team if that ends up happening. Well, congratulations to Team Alberta. They have made history here in Elmira. Four-time consecutive gold medal champions at the Canadian National Sledge Hockey Championships. What a great performance all weekend. And what a great showing by Team Ontario. You know, the growth of this team over the weekend has been spectacular. I think back to their opening game when they lost 5-1 to this Alberta team, and Ontario looked like they were just not in the same league. Today, they really stuck with Alberta stride for stride. Yeah, and I think what we also need to do is uh, the people behind the scenes uh, for both teams. Uh, for Team Ontario, their head coach uh, was Rob Hogg. Their assistant coach was uh, Roach Caron. Uh, the assistant coach was Dave Grenier. Uh, the manager is America Moray. Um, the equipment manager was uh, Ralph Swafford. And the athletic therapist is Katie Mitchell for Team Ontario. And Team Alberta's head coach, Steve Arsenal. Their, his, their assistant coach, Chris Cedarstrand. Trainer, Travers Roy. Director, Dean Krawick. Director, Andy Wigston. And their media communications, Brianna Robinson. Well, congratulations to Team Alberta for more analysis of that gold medal performance. 
Let's bring in a couple other of the boys from the neutral zone as we've got Brock standing by with his posse. Brock, hand it, uh, we'll hand it over to you, brother. My posse? Yeah. The neutral zone posse. <laughs> we got to trend that around. I like that. Congrats. That's that's, that's, that's pretty good. Congratulations to Team Alberta. And well done, Nico Cardarelli. Ten games, calling uh, great action, uh, giving it your all for the whole weekend. We really appreciate it here on AMI, but uh, everywhere. So. Um, boys, Alberta wins four straight. Dave, thoughts? Well-deserved. Uh, the better team, all in all. Uh, Ontario gave it a great effort, the good old college try, as they say, but in the end, that wasn't enough. This Alberta team, strong in goal, strong on the blue line, strong up front. And uh, Ontario... Uh, you know, they can hold their heads up high. They played very well, and I thought the Ontario goalie uh, really came to four and that really shone in that third period, making about six saves. We'll go now to ice level here and uh, for the medal presentations. To present the award is Keith Metzger, the Championship Committee Hockey Operation. <laughs> the player of the game for Team Ontario... Making 16 saves this afternoon. Number 30, Jesse Gregory. The player of the game for Team Alberta. With one goal this afternoon, number eight, Braden Sisson. Let's give a hand for our players of the game. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome the Royal Canadian Legion Elmira branch to March on the Colors. We are currently listening to the uh, medal presentations between Alberta and Ontario. The uh, Royal, Royal Canadian Mounted Police are bringing the colors in as we speak. And ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Graham Snyder and his grandchildren, Reed and Drew, to present the medals for this afternoon's competition. We would like to invite Team Ontario to come up and receive their silver medals for the tournament. Starting with number two, Rod Crane. Number four, David Greener. Number seven, Jacob Culver. Number eight, Nadani Sharma. Number 11, Sam Sawford. Number 12, Garrett O'Reilly. Number 14, Brendan Blanchard. Number 15, Tom Gabriel. Number 16, Anthony Colmore. 
Number 17, Colton Martin. Number 19, Stefano Trabello. Number 20, Curtis Dungay. Number 22, Christina Picton. Number 23, Corey Montgomery. Number 24, Marcus Augusto. Number 25, Mike Wilkinson. Number 30, Jesse Gregory. And number 31, Ilya Silva-Pathasandro. The head coach for Team Ontario, Rob Hogg. Assistant coach, Roach Karn. Assistant coach, Dave Granner. The manager is Amarco Morales. Equipment manager, Ralph Swafford. And athletic therapist, Katie Mitchell. The uh, gold medal game. Guys, I'm going to ask you, how important is this for Team Ontario to win a silver medal on home ice? Uh, Hard-fought game. How, how special is this for them? I think it's very special uh, to be able to uh, play in uh, Ontario and uh, representing Ontario. And I think it's uh, very special for them to play in front of the fans. And uh, it was a really nice crowd that came out today as well. We're going to go back down to ice level as we're going to get the gold medal presentation. Team Ontario getting acknowledgement of their silver medal. And then we will proceed with the gold medal. Coaching staff and uh, staff in general are going down the line with Alberta and shaking hands. As we await the gold medal presentation in mere moments. Brett, just quickly, how special is this for Team Alberta? with great pleasure. Nope, we're going to go back down to ice. Team Alberta to come on up and receive their gold medals. Starting with number four, Zach Tarr. Number six, Braden Toms. Number seven, Zach LeVan. Number eight, Brandon Sisson. Number nine, Aureen Helbert. Number 10, Brandon Yannick. Number 11, Kurt Dorman. Number 12, Jesse Bowman. Number 14, Taylor Christou. Number 19, Colton Ribbling. Number 20, Jordan Bolchai. Number 21, Braden Close. Number 32, Jake Fowie. Number 33, Tyson Wrightfield. Number 52, Adam Kingsmill. Number 88, Cody Dolan. And number 97, Miek Kovakovic. The head coach is Steve Arsenault. The assistant coach 
Chris Cedarstrand. Athletic trainer, Travis Roy. And director, Dean Carwick. And Andy Wilkson. As we wrap up the medal ceremony, just before we wrap, gentlemen, final thoughts from each of you. Brett, start with you. What a great day. What a great hockey game. Just uh, absolutely, it shows how far that this game has come within each province in this country. Okay. It's uh, been a great tournament uh, from what I've understood today. It was really great to see some uh, hockey played with the uh, bronze medal game. And I think what we should also do is kind of um, look at the uh, other teams and kind of give a shout-out to their um, uh, behind-the-scenes uh, members as well. So uh, with British Columbia, um, their head coach was uh, James Gemmel. Um, their assistant coach was Jordan Schwartz. Uh, their manager was Jade Werger. And their trainer was uh, Catherine Paul. And then for uh, Team Quebec, um, the head coach was Maxime Gagnon. Uh, the assistant coach was Dominic Larocque. Uh, their assistant coach was Patrick Leroux. Uh, the equipment manager was Guylaine Belanger. And the equipment manager was uh, Martin Lacombe. Awesome. Dave, very quick thoughts? Yeah, uh, as Brett said at the outset, a great tournament, a great weekend of hockey. Uh, just goes to show you the... Uh, well, we're not going to compete with the PAL's here just yet here. Alberta getting their, uh, being saluted here uh, as the gold medalists in this tournament. But uh, as I was saying, and uh, as Brett was saying, we're going to stand for O Canada. We'll be back with you in a second. Sure. As the national anthem finishes up, we are going to put a wrap on this uh, great day here on AMI-audio. I'd like to thank Brett Wills, Cam Jenkins, Dave Rukavina. Our technician on site was Mark Aflalo. Jeff Ryman was between the benches all day. Our technician off site was Nick Lisk. And, of course, our manager of AMI-audio 
is Andy Frank. Tune in tomorrow for live programming, of course, beginning at 8 a.m. in the morning with the Gazette. Tune in for the next AMI Audio Live presentation on Tuesday evening as we broadcast the Special Olympics opening ceremony. We hope you had a great day. We enjoyed it. Final score, 4-2-4, Team Alberta. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks for tuning in. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.